Yo, 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 Skirtbag, how are we doing here today, guys? I think we're going to try to keep this one quick. I know we got like three weeks of things to talk about, but <laughs> you've got a shit brewing in your stomach, so give me a quick 30-second episode. 30-second episode, uh, went to PA, watched the Yankees suck, and had some good laughs. What about you? Yeah, dude, Yankees been on a tough little roll here, but, you know, World Series bound, I think. Um, We've been good. Concerts were meh. I was drunk. Okay, see you next week. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Got ourselves in and out in under 30 seconds. All right. I'm going to go take a the, shit. Uh, <laughs> if you press the 30 seconds forward button, though, uh, I think you're going to miss the whole thing. You're going to miss out. That's so definitely right. don't do that. Or if you listen to it in like two times or 1.5, it's going to be a 15 second episode for you. Yeah. Just cruising through that thing. Because Sanders just sitting there with their AirPods in like, oh, that was a good episode, guys. <laughs> Glad to get all that one in. <laughs> you got any more where's the second one nope that was both of them you got any more of that random roommates <laughs> scratching oh fucking uh, dave Chappelle. speaking of addictions i've been uh reading this book about oxycontins um it's super interesting it's called um empire of pain it's actually about um the family that invented oxycontin it's about like their entire legacy and their like rise to fortune and stuff like that and um super fucked dude they're so fucked um hasn't oxycontin been around since like the 1800s no well kind of but in different forms like they they've no. had different things but oxycontin the way that like you know the the way that they started the fucking opioid epidemic or pandemic or i don't know epidemic. <laughs> pandemic i think it's epidemic um yeah that was created in like 94, 95, 96, something like that. 94 or 96, one of those two was when they got FDA approval. I think 96. Um, and then they just started selling it like crazy, super aggressive, the gnarliest tactics. And like, dude, it's so fucked. They were just like, nah, not our fault. It's the people that are using it. It's their fault, blah, blah, blah. Like, they're just that's- abusing like our drug. We made this drug that's great for so many people. I feel like that could be said about every big pharma company, though. Yeah, that's what, and that's kind of like, they're talking about, like, how they've always used that as their defense, and that's the same way that, like, gun manufacturers have always been, like, we just make guns, like, we're not the ones pulling the trigger. Yeah, but I'm sure a lot of people blame, like, well, don't blame, but, like, Einstein, when he created the atomic bomb, it's kind of the same thing, it's like, you put this, I mean, I guess it would have been, like, eventually... Humans would have discovered how to make an atom bomb, but, like, he just happened to be at the forefront of it, and he's like, do you think Einstein ever felt like he was, like, at fault for all those deaths in Japan when we dropped nah, those two bombs? Well, he was not fucking, uh, like, doing the shit. Like, he's not, he's not like, selling atom bombs, you know what I mean? That's true, yeah, Like, that's these true. people are making billions on billions on billions of dollars making this thing that's killing, like, no shade to the people of Hiroshima, but, like, killing way more people than the atom bomb ever did. Yeah, that's true. And also, like, just imagine how, like, Einstein must have felt after the atom project, where he was just like, yeah. yo, look what I created, I'm a step away. I'm, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm... take a few steps back, see what happens, <laughs> wipe Japan off the face of the earth, but hey, I, it wasn't me. <laughs> Einstein's an enabler. That's what Twitter would be like if that happened. To him. Yeah, he'd be so canceled. Oh, <laughs> uh, Einstein, man! Could you imagine? Um, He's like the smartest dude ever, and he gets canceled. Speaking of World War II, we went to the uh, 
<laughs> Your segues have been immaculate Money. so far. <laughs> Dude, we went to uh, the Holocaust Museum, which, like, oh, have you yeah. been in D.C.? No, I've always wanted to go, though. It's really good. It kind of, like, the first floor like when you so you start on the fourth floor and you work your way down and each each floor is like a progression of um like the holocaust the holocaust yeah and it starts like hitler's rise to power and like the start of like just like all like the movements of the, the nazi party and stuff like that and everybody starts there and like you're just like consistently getting dropped off there and there's like a lot of stuff to read so like since i had already done it and lex was like yeah, i don't really give a shit we just like skirted right through that part um yeah. but then like, it gets more into like what was like actually happening like during and after world war Two, which is like you know the build-up to it is like important and stuff and like it's 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 like i think it's important to like go and like see that and like you can see like the warning signs and like to like to right. prevent it in the future and stuff like you know what i mean like they were they weren't like oh this is probably going to lead to like mass genocide and be like the most horrific thing that ever happened in human history um right. let's vote for that but <laughs> you got you got to kind of <laughs> now but now we know you know somebody yeah. else wants to do it we can yeah. kind of see what's going on um but it's good dude i fucking i really enjoy that museum like there it's always like so like heart-wrenching like you're just like holy shit like every time it just blows your mind um it's like all good stuff they should put it they should make somebody should go there i'm gonna go there one day with a gopro record my entire thing (laughs) turn it into turn it into a documentary and then you could turn the holocaust museum into like a three-hour documentary money you could just watch a documentary on the holocaust yeah that's fair (laughs) <laughs> that would probably be way better honestly yo here's a documentary of the museum documenting a historic <laughs> event yeah yeah you a real documentary would part. be way better <laughs> um, that's facts but they got a couple things that i really like in there um they have like there's just one part they have like all the shoes because like when people would get gassed and like they would take their shoes and stuff like that so they have like just like a shit ton of shoes and like from like from the holocaust and like it just has like a little stench to it and like they have to keep it cold to like preserve them and stuff like that like a little chillier in that part i don't know that part always gets me um but we're fucking walking through and lex is like i'm gonna go take a leak and i'm like all right bet and i'm like you know look reading some stuff and i just hear fucking babies crying and i'm like dude this is pissing me the fuck off like won't shut the fuck up and i'm like who the fuck comes to the Holocaust Museum with their babies? Like with not a like baby. <laughs> like not like kids that can even like form words. Like must right. be carried, can throw them like a goddamn football babies screaming. <laughs> like dog, come on now. You're at Dude. the Holocaust Museum. <laughs> if there's one place you need to be quiet, like look, if you bring your kid to church on Christmas in the house of the Lord and that child is screaming, I'm gonna be like, like okay. A, a screaming you bring them, baby you walk is never them out annoying, of church. Right. but I'm not like I'm not like ah, dude, you shouldn't have a baby here. <laughs> like even like at a funeral, like if a baby goes to a funeral, like maybe you know that's probably not the best place to have a baby. But like I'm probably gonna be like whatever, you know, it's fine that the baby's here. You're in a Holocaust museum, dude. Like 
why is there a fucking baby? The baby ain't learning shit. That baby's not going to be like, oh, I remember. I went to the Holocaust Museum and it really, you know, changed my outlook on life. Blah, blah, blah. Like, hey, that baby ain't going to remember shit. Leave that it baby's, Or wait five years. That baby's going to grow up and when he's like 15 or 16, some one of his friends or like people in his life are going to be like, hey, man, have you ever been to the Holocaust Museum? And he's be like, no, nah, I haven't. And then his parents just be like, yes, you have. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. You were six months old. You were six. You were six months. You don't remember that? Yes, you have. <laughs> right. Uh, was, yeah, that's right. Uncle Billy was there, dude. I was screaming my face off. That shit was lit. <laughs> right. That's all. Could I you imagine remember. if you had memories that go that far back? You just remember every moment of your life at all times. That'd be horrifying. I wish yeah, I could remember more, but I don't want to remember that much. Yeah, 20 years of life would probably feel like 100 yeah, it's like when Morty looks into the turtle, and then he he can see the entire world. Sees like, everything, sees all the truth, yeah. Yeah. It'd be like that, but like not the same, but kind of. Because it'd be that just your be... life, not all that life. Bro, this segue, we'll do a quick little segue into a quick rant. But that right there, that episode, like that thought, you know, the thought we just had was like, what if you could just remember everything and like we yeah. got to that point? That's why Rick and Morty is such a good show, dude. Like, so many levels to, like, their jokes and, like, their, like, plot lines in their show. Yeah, I, I mean, I've just been going back and rewatching random episodes and, like, they're all good. They're all good, And they dude. all just oh, every get single one of them. Yeah, and there's just, like, you have to, it keeps you engaged because, like, you have to know how it, each episode ends. Like, how are they going to tie everything back together? Yeah. And they always do it, like, perfectly. Yeah. Um, the storylines are flames in there. Um, and we're getting season six shortly september 4th baby i can't fucking wait yeah dude are they doing all 10 at once or like we uh, do weekly i don't right? know they'll do weekly i don't know if they're doing 10 weeks straight or they'll do like five, five and, then and take five. a two week break yeah yeah um i actually don't mind the break though because then it gives me time to absorb the first five more and then it's like okay i've like watched the first five episodes a few times i know like everything that's going on in them now give me five more yeah it like yeah, extends it almost. Yeah, Rick and Morty slaps. That's probably my favorite show. Maybe all time. I don't know. Just Dude, finished I, Peaky I, Blinders. I, oh, you're all caught up. Done. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be any more. I haven't seen the new new season, so I don't know how it ends. But oh, you I, haven't seen season six? No, I've only seen up to season. Mm. I think I'm like halfway through four, almost to five. Mm. Yeah, Lex and I finished the whole thing. Final thoughts. Give it a rating. One out of ten. Eight, five, eight, six. Yeah, that's pretty solid. That's probably where I would put it at. Like so far, like with it's what like I've it's seen. really good. Yeah, I just I just can't give it a ten out of ten. Like I can't think oh, well, right no, now. Dude. Like oh, like what like wasn't good about this show? But I'm sure it could have been better in some ways. Yeah, um, and I think I think Rick and Morty is one of those shows where I can confidently give it like a nine point seven, nine point eight. Like, no show is going to be perfect, obviously, but Rick and Morty for me is, like, damn near close. It's, like, yeah. exactly what I want in a comedy TV show. Yeah, I'd probably give it, like, a lower 9, like a 9-4-ish. Yeah. Um, Definitely a 9, though. But, like, Sons of Anarchy, which used to be, like, my one of my favorite shows, I'd probably give that, like somewhere between like a six, eight and a seven, three or seven, four, because I really liked it. But like, it just got so played out and it got like, boring. Dude. you know what I mean? 
It, know, it was like the I, same exactly. thing, kind of. It was just like the same story, different ways. Like, oh, they're gonna get out of it. Oh, they're gonna get out of it. And it just came like became too predictable. Yeah, Peaky Blinders, like for the most part, like they kind of get guessing. out of it. But like, it's like I was all the time like, oh, like I think X Y Z is gonna happen, and then like completely like fucked me. Like yep. I was like, what, dude? There's no way. Like I did not see that coming. Um, so I think it, it did like a really good job of just like, and also like the character development and like plot line development throughout the whole thing. It was, I thought it was really good. That's um kind of how I felt. I don't, I don't think you've seen breaking bad, right? No. Nah. Like all the way through. That's how breaking bad was all. dude. Like the first four seasons. It's one of my favorite shows of all time, but it, like after a while it just gets like repetitive and like, yeah, very predictable. And I'm, I was just like, Oh, okay. Like I get the gist of this show now, but like, that's the thing going back to Rick and Morty. Each episode is like the most unpredictable thing ever. And you almost yeah. have to watch episodes over and over before you even understand what's going on. Like the whole vat of acid um, episode. Like I know this is like the running like meme joke of Rick and Morty, but you truly like you're like a person's intelligence level needs to be like higher than an average for people to like catch on to the jokes that they're making. Yeah, they're deep. They're they're super deep, and it, I could see how it would just fly over people's heads, but like. You get that first experience where you're watching Rick and Morty and you like get a joke or like you understand like the plot. It's just so good, dude. That's money, dude. Money, dude. I'd rate Seinfeld pretty high too. That's the other one that I always go to. But I, it pro- yeah, see, I've never even watched I'd probably Seinfeld. give Seinfeld like pieces. a seven seven to like an eight three, like somewhere around there. Probably it'd probably be like a high seven, like seven eight seven nine. Is Seinfeld your favorite sitcom? Yeah, probably. Oh, it's just good, dude. Like it's, it's good. Like similar to Rick and Morty, there's like everything always like ties back together from the front to the end, and then there's like a couple little storylines in between, and they all kind of tie together. And it's just like you know, they at the end of every episode, they put a bow on it nicely, they make you do a little laugh, make Not you do shabby. a little dancey dance. I do my yeah. little dancey dance. Uh, I need to give like it a shot. I never really to. gave it a true shot. I did during the pandemic because that was my dad's favorite. So he like he has a bunch of episodes or seasons on DVD. So I was like, all right, pandemic and shit and got nothing to do. Let me start Seinfeld from the top. And it's easy. I just like throw it on, like watch like two or three episodes before bed because they're like, you know, 20 something minutes. They were 30 minutes on TV with commercials. Yeah, like 22 minutes. Yeah. Um, Have you ever seen Curb Your Enthusiasm? No. That's so you know Larry David, he was like yeah. the co-writer of Seinfeld. It's yeah. his own sitcom show that he like he didn't he doesn't really write it a lot of it's improv, but dude, it's easily my favorite sitcom. I started watching it probably like a year and a half ago. Um I think it's on HBO. HBO Max, but it is so fucking funny, dude. And since it's on HBO Max, like there's no real like you don't have to filter yourself that much, like as you would on network television. Right. So it's just like real raw, and like he just—it's just Larry David playing himself, and it's just like his community and his life, and he just says whatever the fuck he wants at all times, and it's so fucking funny, dude. Um, Maybe I'll have to go check it out. There was—I think I might have been telling you about this this one scene, but there was a scene where he was hosting like a dinner party, and like this girl and her husband came over. And the husband was like introducing himself to everyone, and he's like a vet in the military, so everyone was like, "Thank you for your service, thank you for your service." Oh, and then he gets yeah, up to yeah, Larry, yeah. and he just goes, "Hey, I'm Larry," and he goes, "Nice to meet you." 
and then he just stares at him and like everybody in the room is waiting for him to just like thank him for his service and then it just like keeps going from there and everyone's like larry why didn't you thank him for your service that's so rude blah 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 he goes all you guys just did i just assumed i wouldn't have to i just heard the same thing seven times in a row i don't know and then he just like gets to the point where he's like also like I'm kind of fucked the military and everyone just gets super mad <laughs> all because he didn't say thank you for your service to some random Marine. Oh uh, dude. It's so funny. I was in shop right the other day and there was a guy walking through. He had, you know, a hat on like he was from the service. Like he was a vet and this other dude like beeline to him to shake his hand. And I was like, that's like nice to do and all, but like this guy just out here at shop, right? He doesn't want random strangers trying to get some up, Brussels like, sprouts. Dude. The dude was like taken back, like he was like startled, and then was like, "Oh, uh, yeah, no problem, dude." But <laughs> imagine it was like his brother's hat or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking phony ass, bro. I work at Shoprite, and I'm a level four prestige on Call of Duty. I've never stepped foot in a desert with a gun in my hand one time. <laughs> just like except for in COD Four with the fucking ghillie suit. Yeah, yeah, that COD 4 mission with the ghillie suit, it's the only time. <laughs> Won it all the time, dude. Won all the missions. Um, um, did you see Tigers of- on the new cover of 2K? Dude, so I saw the the post that went out yesterday of like the graphic of 2K where it's like the it cutting. It looks so crisp. It looks so bad. What, dude? The putt was like... good. Dude, the putt guy goes like... And then it just rolls like the ball, but the animation of him hitting the putt was so bad. Everything else looked great. But I yeah, was I didn't like, even, oh, I didn't I even notice it. the guy hitting the ball. Honestly, I just noticed the ball rolling on the grass, and I was like, "Wow, that looks real." Dude, I was like hyped about it, and then I was like, "Ah!" Uh, and then I saw that Tiger was not going to be on the cover, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm sold. I'm in." That's because PJ's running out of uh, people. They're all going to LIV. Like fuck. Yeah, that's true, and also like. They knew Tiger was just like they kicked him off. Like he had his own game. He gave him his own game. Now it's two K, obviously. But yeah. like he uh, he lost his sponsorship because for like what he was doing earlier in his career. But now everyone's just like, what's that? What's that law called where enough time passes and nobody gives a shit? Statue of limitations. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like Statue of limitations for Tiger in the video game cover. So I'm cool with it, man. Yeah. I don't know if I'll get it. Which one do we have now? Twenty one or twenty two? I think. It's I don't think there was too. a twenty. There was. I don't think there was a twenty two. Interesting. Yeah, I think college they just football's do every coming other back year. to video games. I saw that, dude. I hope college baseball comes back to video games. Ooh, college baseball, like the two thousand six college baseball game, was sick, dude. One of the best I baseball like- games of all time. The thing with college football is it's like if you want to do like the build your dynasty mode and like, you know, coach a team or whatever, like you're going to run out of classes. Like you're going to run out of kids to recruit. Right. And I mean, people, well, maybe not really, because now you can like upload like rosters and and recruitment classes like every year. That's true. But like, what if you're, but what if if you're, you're playing the same game, right? If you're doing like four seasons in two weeks, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like nobody knows the ninth grader that's going to be a recruit in four years from now. Exactly. Some of them might, but and it's probably just a bunch of random made up names at that point. Because I know that's how yeah. the baseball one did it. Yeah. This bunch of like random generated guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's no other way. You can't predict the fucking future. I'll let him know. I'll sign my kid up. Put him in fucking NCAA college football. That'd be kind of cool if you could like write in an like application 20, 30, to do that. Or I guess it'd be like way later than that, like twenty fifty. Dude, crazy idea. 
So EA should just fucking put out a survey. Be like, yo, fill out this survey for a chance for you to be in like the next Madden or whatever. And then it's just like, yeah, you're in the game, but you're just in like, you have to get through like four or five years of dynasty mode to get to those players. And you're like, oh yeah, shit, you get like, to I'm the coming draft, up. To that draft class. And yeah, then you I have just, to pick yourself. Right. But it'd still be cool. Yeah. Like, I want to be in and Madden. Then, I can say I'm in Madden. And then just like... Sent like let those people know like everyone that you put in the game let those people know like hey you're in the game this is your draft class this is your position blah 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 and then like if I did that I'd be like all right now I have to buy the game you know yeah. what I mean I'm like, in you, the game I have to buy it dude yeah if, if I'm in any in, video I game I'm buying it. it yeah right dude so many people would be like. All right, bet, whatever. I'm going to fill this out. I probably won't get picked. And then you can make it deep enough that motherfuckers are going to get picked. You know what I mean? And then all those right. people are going to buy games. The only thing is now I don't understand how they do, like, like I guess they could just use, like, customize a, a blank character to make it look most like you. But, like, players, real NFL players now get, like, scanned for that shit. It's not just, like. Yeah. So I don't know how no, they would yeah, do that. They would but... just, or maybe just make it, like completely random like i yeah, might be a black like, dude yeah your name your age just your info yeah dude ea could get so much personal information just by doing that oh my god yeah but then you'd have people fucking doing like funny things too yeah like tits mcgee i'm 45 and i'm coming out of college <laughs> <laughs> or like pat McGroin. <laughs> things like that you mike, know harry cox mike hunt yeah exactly <laughs> barry mcconner would be a huge favorite yeah i'm drafting him 101 <laughs> i don't Kenny, even care he's if a he's punter. a punter <laughs> <laughs> don't care <laughs> picking him anyway first overall he's winning the heisman He's winning an MVP and Super Bowl MVP all in his first year of being drafted. He's, if he's anybody he's, can do it, it's Barry McCockin. He's projected to be on the practice squad. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> practice squad punter. That's gonna be a great fucking job for like the average guy. I don't I don't know if they have this. No? You don't no, think I they think just got guys just... with decent legs? Like, all right, we're gonna work some special teams. Larry McCockin or get down there and throw some punts up, pay you fifteen dollars an hour. I'd do that for eight no, hours a day. I think they just have their regular punter boot them. It's like two they probably for have one. Ju- they probably just have machines. Yeah, they might just have machines, honestly. Did you see the new, uh, I think it's the Packers. It's the Packers or Bucks, I think, that have that machine that can replicate any quarterback in the NFL's throw? No. Yeah. I, dude, I saw, I think it was on Instagram like two days ago. Um, yeah, it's like a quarterback machine. Like the obviously, you know, the ones that have those things that spin and you just put the ball and it goes, this is like a fucking robot, dude. And it's, it can mimic any quarterbacks, like the way they throw, like their arm angle, the speed. It's crazy. That's awesome. I'm like, dude, technology 15 to 20 years from now is going to be like indescribable. Like I never thought in my life that would even be a thing. But that's just like something the Packers have to practice with. So yeah, we got this robot that can replicate any quarterback in the league uh, thrown uh, thrown to us at practice. Our defensive backs are going to have like thirty five interceptions each next year. They might. 
I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm actually kind of. I'm picking them in fantasy now. Dude, what if their defense is like unreal because of that? And every and it's like the whole league is just like, all right, now we got to get one. And then it all just goes up from there. Could be. I mean, they got that bull Jair Alexander, and he's nice at corner. So maybe he yeah. just gets better. Best yeah. corner in the league. Like, hey, this is who we're playing this week. We're playing the Chiefs. We're going to get you reading this Mahomes robot for six days before the game. Dope. It's better yeah. than watching film. It's like having film and being able to participate in the film. Except in, instead they're in the NFC North and they have to worry about Justin Fields and Jared Goff and Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah they're all right. <laughs> they got Aaron Rodgers, dude. They're going to be fine. Yeah. The Packers are always going to be like that fringe playoff team. That's good, but like they're going to get bounced in like the championship game or even the wild card game every now and then. You know what I mean? They're always I good actually... enough to get there, but... I actually put some money on uh, the Vikings to win the NFC North. Really? Yeah, they're plus 240. I think Justin Jefferson is going to come out and have a solid year. Solid I mean, year, apparently. Good, he had a good Adam year Fields. last year, but he's he's falling off, right? No, no, no. He's apparently super healthy in camp. Like He looks like prime Adam Thielen, like 16, 17, 18 Adam Thielen. Oh, dude, don't tell me that a week before the draft. Yeah, right? now I mean, it's just camp hype train. Choo, choo. <laughs> It's the two-two train coming through, baby. <laughs> we got to think of a good name for our random roommates team this year. Yeah, we'll see who we get in the draft. Last year's last year's team name was nice. I, as soon as we yeah. saw that and found that one, I was like, Ooh, "Yeah, that's nice." The two-two, two-two train, train. firefight. Th- Thomas the Tank Engine with Derrick Henry's face on it. Yeah, that's money, dude. <laughs> that is money, dude. Um, I was gonna say something. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, the Vikings. And I think I think they're going to be nice. Apparently, they have like a new offense, and it's supposed to be better. Um, but also, like the Packers don't have Devontae Adams anymore, and they don't really have like any receivers. They have Aaron Rodgers, who? and they have Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. So, but who I did the Packers the have before Devontae? Like as a wide receiver, one Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb. I mean, they were still good before Devontae. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's a matter, more of a matter of just having Aaron Rodgers on your team is going to make a difference no matter who you have. Like I have no clue what's going to happen over there, bro, because like Aaron Rodgers is all about that rapport. You know what I mean? Him and mm-hmm. Devontae Adams, he could have his eyes closed and he's you know two step drop slinging it to him in under three seconds and it's you know first down yep. every time, dude. Literally with his eyes closed, you could blindfold that man. It won't even matter. And like. He's got Lazard, but that's it. Like, he's got a couple rookies. Like, I'm pretty sure Christian Christian Watson might be nice, dude. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't been in training camps. Like, he's not even getting reps in with Rodgers. Like, I don't know, dude. It's going to be interesting to see. Dubs or Dobbs? He he literally said, "I think you pronounce it Dubs, but you can call me whatever you want." Dude, I uh, so I think the run game for the Packers this year is going to be like way more split than we think it's going to be. I think AJ Dillon's going to get a lot of, a lot of touches that just to keep, just to keep Aaron Jones healthy too, because if they have no receiving or any passing game, Aaron Jones is going to be getting the ball a lot, dude. And that's going to be like, you know, you get eight weeks in and he's getting Derek Henry esque touches. Is, is he going to be able to stay healthy? And he's been, he's had some injuries in the past that have put him, yeah. put him out a few, few games a year, but. I think they will go more to like a 50-50 type, like closer to 50-50. I think Jones is still going to be the guy, but it'll be closer to 50-50. But I think they're both still going to be super nice. You think it's going to be like a 
Denver situation. Yeah. Where it's Mel- Melvin and Javanta. Yeah. I could see it. AJ Dillon's a nice dude. He was like, to me last year was why when I really like was like, oh shit, like AJ Dillon's actually nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, towards yeah, the end they of really last year. Using him. I got him in a dynasty league or two. I'm not upset about it. Him and uh, Aaron Jones are like the same fucking running back too. It's wild. Yeah, they're not, they're both super nice. Yeah, they're very similar run styles too. My CCU dynasty team is terrible, dude. You want to trade me some players or something? I saw your message in the chat today, and I was looking at it, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." I mean, he's name a one rough fucking right player now. on my bench that you're happy with. You can't. Let me let me look right now. You literally me, can't, dude. Let me see if I can give you a positive spin on something. Nope. Not possible. Ronald Jones gonna get cut. Bunch of fucking bum cities. Good thing I traded him to uh, Emory for Elijah Mitchell like two months ago. Yeah, dude. That's good looks. Dude, I was gonna say, oh well, like Rashad Penny, but I realize that's not your bench yet. Um, Justin Fields. Okay. You have Dak, but like Justin Fields could be a guy. You know what I mean? He could be a guy. He's not bad. Um, Alexander Madison. If uh Dalvin Cook goes down, that's literally the only way. I need somebody to get hurt, and I don't really like cheering for injuries. But you know, you're not going to cheer for injuries. But it's just like a good security to have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have a guy where if Dalvin Cook does go down, you can plug in, and he's going to be like their most used back. Yeah. Marvin Jones, dude, we've seen him in the past, like have have some pretty solid years. Like maybe Dougie P revamps that offense, and he's like kind of becomes a guy. Jarvis maybe. the same way. Jarvis doesn't really have a quarterback though, right? Uh, Traylon Burks, I don't hate that. I uh, yeah, I actually like Josh Palmer and Traylon Burks like long term, but not this year. Yeah, but like, dude, you got to think like. Since it is a dynasty league, there's going to be no way you can just fucking... Like, you play fantasy football in a redraft, and you're like, all right, I'll just, like, strategize completely different next year and try something else. Whereas dynasty, it's like you kind of have to pick the same strategy you drafted with because you're stuck with that type of, like, group of players. Well, my so team it's sucks. It's, dude, mine's not any better. Look at mine. You're projected to have more points than me week one. I mean... I actually... I have Irv Smith and Harrison Bryant on my bench, as well as Dalton Schultz in my starting lineup, and like they're all young tight ends that I actually like. So my tight, my tight end landscape's looking nice. My see, my receiving core in the future, probably next one or two years, is going to be good. But I have no running depth, dude. Like negative running depth. Granted, I do have Cream Hunt in my one of my flex spots, but I have James yeah. Conner, Zeke. Kareem Hunt, and then the first running back on my bench is fucking Benny Snell. Yeah, him and Justin Jackson. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's it, dude. That's pretty bad. If you want to trade me a running back, you know, we can maybe work something out. <laughs> Who the fuck would you want for my team? <laughs> I don't know. Let me look. I like Gallup and uh, KJ Hamler and Kadarius Tony, though. I like all those guys. Yeah, like my receiving core is going to be fine. Um, so trade me one of those guys for Sony Michelle or Ronald Jones. Oh, I don't want Sony Michelle or Ronald Jones, dude. Are you fucking uh, Ronald Jones? No, nah, there's too much competition in Kansas City for Ronald Jones to fine. Take Trey Sermon. 
Trey Sermon's got too much competition too with Debo and Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, but it's crazy back there in that San Fran. It do be crazy bro. back there. <laughs> it's crazy in that offense, bro. Kyle Shanahan, he's is the wild, wild NFC West for him, man. Like when Listen, it comes to that backfield. You and Clay have a super close projected matchup as as of right now. I mean, granted, it is like a month early, but you want Miles Sanders? I wouldn't hate it. Or Damian Harris? I'd probably take... I don't know. Apparently, Ramondre Stevenson's lighting up the Patriots camp. Belichick's liking that. I don't know if I'm buying it. No? I mean, he was good last year, and he showed flashes, and I think he's like going to be their receiving back, but it's like a whole new offense that they're putting in. With Mike McDaniel's gone and he went to Vegas, they have a new OC. They're putting in like a whole new offense. You think it's going to be a lot more pass heavy? I don't know. They traded for Devontae Parker, so apparently they, they have did. some sort of plan. I don't know um, what it's going, how it's going to be, but I don't know. Like I'm not really. I like end of the day, Damian Harris is still good at talking running back. Yeah, well, he's gonna even if he gets pushed out of that system, like he's gonna find a place somewhere else on another yeah, team that for sure. needs. RB1. Dude, imagine Damian Harris on like the Texans in three years or two years from now. Or literally next year. Yeah, or next year. If they kind of figure shit out and make a little bit of a turnaround and have a nice draft, like probably got to draft a quarterback, but. All right, you give me Calvin Ridley, Michael Gallup, KJ Hamler, Kadarius Tony, and I'll give you Damian Harris. I've only had two beers, dude. How drunk do you think I am? You know I what? Am? I'll throw in Samaj P. Ryan, Sony Michelle, and Ronald Jones. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna have no spot, no space on your roster. And Tutu Atwell. Tutu, I'll take him for his name. Tutu, Tutu Train. <laughs> um, do we want to talk? I was gonna say, do we want to talk draft strategy for random roommates? But then everybody's gonna listen. Everybody's and gonna be like, know. ah, yeah. Yeah, boo. We can talk about our draft strategy during our draft because we're going to draft live on the pod. Yes, so. sir. And in-house, too. Let's go. Nah, it's not going to be in-house. Where are we going to be, outside? No, we're going to be on the riverside. Catch me down by the riverside. Drafting my fantasy football team. Damian Harris is a fiend. For touches. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I think he was, he was low-key nice last year. He put up totters. Yeah, up. not bad. Not bad. He was like a lesser James Conner. Not a lot of yards, but put up tutties. Yeah, let's see. I don't know. I wish this thing would tell me how many uh, touchdowns he had last year. Just like real quick. Yeah, that'd be nice. Can just I, like quick... think I can do some quick math? One, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, twelve, fourteen, fifteen, fifteen. Rushing touchdowns last year. Do you have any passing? No. Damien Harris? That's like, dude, that's like, or I I meant like receiving. (laughs) No. (laughs) Did he throw the ball? (laughs) (laughs) He didn't really have too many catches. No, he's not really a receiving back. He had two, one, or zero in every game except for the last game of the season. He had four. Which like Ooh. doesn't even matter because our our season ends on week seventeen, not week eighteen. Yeah. Um, you want to do a little little birds talk? 
You want to talk birds? Yeah, what do you want to talk about? Just like the general excitement that I'm starting to feel of like knowing NFL season is going to be back soon. And like I've been seeing a lot of TikToks on my For You page where it's like the NFL CBS music playing and some dude laying on his couch and it just says, Pav, your fantasy football team just got murked by like 40 points. Chili's cooking in the fucking crock pot. The beers are flowing. The Monday night or the Sunday night football game is about two hours away. Life is good. And I was like, dude, inject that straight into, into my me. largest vein. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm just excited for fall in general, dude. Like me too. We me had too. like, I don't know how it is uh, down by you, but like we had a heat wave for like two or three weeks and like that kind of just broke when we went to DC. So now it's been like eighties instead of nineties. And like that little difference is like nice. Like it's like huge. Sometimes like the other day or Monday, I walked out to go to the gym in the morning and it was like, there was like a crisp coolness to the air. And I was like, this is wild. Oh. I was like, I love this. And you, dude, football's getting started. Like our soccer that we watch is back. Like I'm going to be playing soccer this fall. Like I'm stoked. I am. And we got stoked, the world cup, baby. It's kind of dope that we still have a world cup to look forward to. And it's like almost the end of August. I will say I that. I know. I I kind of wish that it was already it already happened though. Yeah, but I was thinking, I was literally thinking about this yesterday, dude. I was like, I've had such a busy summer, like it would have been hard to actually sit down yeah, and like agreed. catch a lot of the games that I wanted to watch. So, yeah. I'm glad no, it's I agree like with that. I'm glad yeah, I got now, the busy shit out of the way, you know what I mean? Yeah, now it's going to be fucking you know, working in November and like Thanksgiving and like that like Black Friday and shit. Getting dark at four thirty-five. You just have yeah. like a soccer game to look forward to for the night. Yeah, we should try to get together for uh, the U.S. and the England game. I think it's on Black Friday. Oh really? Well, I'll be in yeah. PA, so I'd be down. I know. I'd be down for that. Yeah, that'd say, be fun. Yeah, we should we should try to plan something for that. Maybe I'll come out to your parents' place. Maybe you that come to happen. my house. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll make something happen. Um, I was thinking about like finding, there's one Irish pub in downtown Wilmington. Yeah. And they always said, we were walking across the street the other day on like a Sunday, um, just getting coffee and shit. And I saw they had like Bundesliga playing and there was like a bunch of people in there, like actually like drinking and watch the game at like 11 AM. And I was like, is that a, is that a soccer bar? <laughs> I walked yeah, past dude. it and I saw it and I was like, oh shit. I was like, Maggie, this is going to be our spot for the world cup. Like we got to come here. That's dope. Yeah, and it's like a mile from the house, dude. I'm so lit. I was Not like, I didn't, even, I didn't even think to look for like a soccer bar in downtown, but hell yeah, just walked happened to walk by one, and I was like, I saw people wearing like the Borussia Dortmund kit or whatever, and I was like, oh shit, we we got the culture here. Yeah, dude, uh, and and no surprise, Bayern and Borussia are at the top of the Bundesliga table, the only teams with two wins, no draws, no losses. Bundesliga, uh, I feel, is making a little bit of a resurgence with the uh, entertainment value in their football. Yeah, I agree. And um, they're on ESPN Plus, so I get it. Like, because I have ESPN Plus, so like, I'm just like, all right, I'll throw this on. Might as well, yeah, just throw it on. And fucking Premier League, they got me. First day, first day of the Premier League season. Yeah, I caved and I got a Peacock sc- subscription. It's, dude, it's five bucks a month. So I'm it's just like f- for the for the Peacock. Was it Supreme or Plus or whatever? Premium. Premium? Yeah. So I was like, five, five bucks a month, a month and I get I don't even have to fucking stress about watching Man City games. Except for the fact when they're not on, sometimes they're on USA or something like that. 
Yeah, yeah. They used to be on uh or no, that was Arsenal. I was gonna say it used to be on Yes Network. Mm. It was definitely Arsenal though. Um what else is on Peacock Premium? Is it just like more sports they've or is it like shit. they've mad shit from like the NBC families? Apparently it's pretty good. Five bucks, I might have to do that, honestly. I just hate how everybody's like doing a subscription. Fifteen different subscriptions. Where I'm like, Dude, where the fuck so is this banged. going out of my? And I was like, oh yeah, I signed up for fucking Peacock yeah. Premium or yeah. But and dude, I for would... Red Zone, it's trash. So most Red Zone, if you have cable and you have Red Zone through your cable, you can just like sign into your cable provider and watch Red Zone, or go to like you know the NFL Network and sign in with your cable provider and watch Red Zone. For all of them, literally except for Xfinity, the only way to watch. Red Zone, if you have it through Xfinity, is if you're at your house watching it on the TV. Like, they don't let you stream it at all. Oh, that's whack as fuck, Yeah, because my parents have the fucking entertainment package, which comes with Red Zone. So I'm like, dude, if I could just sign in with their shit, it would be so easy. Well, apparently Red Zone's going to be, like, on a streaming service now. I Dude, it needs to get, like, its own thing. If it was, like, Red Zone, right? Like, 20 bucks a month for each of these months, and you get Red Zone. I'd be like, all right. I would do that. For sure. But unfortunately, like, like one of the like the only way to do it right now is like get cable or like a subscription like Sling. Like I think I like me and Lex spent like a lot of time looking into this. I think the cheapest way to like get it is to get a specific so Sling has two packages that have a blue and an orange, right? I think you have to get the blue one. And then if you get the blue one, you can get the sports package add on and that's the only way that you comes can get with red, red zone. zone? Yeah. But so what you else have is to, in that package? I don't know. You can you can look into it. I'm not sure. But <laughs> I looked at it at one time. It's honestly not bad. But if, dude, if I could get some MLB action, like MLB TV you, and well, fucking red zone in we one had, package, that's all I need. We had sling for a little bit, but I didn't like it because like we got Fox, but it was like it was like Fox News. It wasn't like the oh. local Fox. So like when the birds right. were on Fox, it was like, yeah, oh, I should be playoff- able to like baseball game right like i should be able to just put fox on but it's not regular fox it's like fox news and it was like same with like abc so like when the you know nba was on abc like can't watch it we we did the free trial and i was like i don't like this lex and it's gonna frustrate me literally for the rest of eternity and i don't want to pay for something that's gonna frustrate me especially when it's like you know i'm still just like a streaming like peasant so yeah let's just you know not get this anymore I mean, dude, like, you know there's always that last resort, like, to just yep. stream it with the fucking cat halftime shows. Like, yep, yep. It's that's just what annoying. I do, but I'm also, like, at a point, I was thinking about this, like, the other day, I'm also at a point, like, financially, where, like, back in college, if I had, to, if I had like, a $10 subscription, I'd be like, oh, fuck, like, my Xbox came out, like, but now, like, if I just have, like, shit like that, like, I can just afford to, like, like, now I have MLB TV, just because it's easier. Like, I definitely see, yeah. like, the, the paying for, like, the simplicity of just having it. Yeah. Other than breaking out your laptop, finding a stream, worrying about it buffering, and going down every, like, 10, 15 minutes, and you have to refresh it. It's just, like, I'm at, I'm at a point now where I'm just, I'm, I'm making more money, and I'm lazier, so I'm just going to pay for it. Heard, brother. Fucking heard. <laughs> it's, it's just the way it goes. Yeah. I, like... I would way rather not have to sketchy stream, but I know that I can. And like for red zone, it's <laughs> exactly. worth it. 
even like even though I have to like you know maybe I have to refresh the browser like every hour, whatever, I'll do it. Right to get Red Zone for free and like be able to watch Red Zone like you know I I know that I might be getting updates on my phone before the shit comes through on the TV. But like but that's I right. only I only like hate that when I'm watching like one singular live game. Like when I'm yeah. watching the Yankees game on like a stream. Even sometimes I just stream it on my MLB app, which is, should be like you know live. I MLB mean it is app live, but sucks. Like, it's terrible, dude. It's so they laggy. send notifications it's... so late, dude. Today I got like five notifications or i got a shit ton of notifications it was like espn nbc sports and something else were all like phillies lose one nothing and i was like all right five minutes later so and so singles in the bottom of the ninth um their boy scores it's one nothing reds like all right like before i even like (laughs) i already knew the game was over (laughs) yeah you don't have to tell me but yeah dude they're so delayed mlb app is trash with their trash dude and you know dude when so when i was home in pa um we don't have like the mlb app package where you can just go on your tv because you can't just download the mlb app on a tv of course not it's so annoying dude so we would just get like the package that whatever my parents pay for where it's like the yankees package so you pretty much always get the game Except for like a few times where it's like blacked out, right? Or like and, Apple TV, or like Apple TV, or some shit like that. Yeah. But we have that; they have that too, so that we could just switch it over. But mm. I was looking for the Yankees when they were playing the Cardinals, and it was on like a TV number channel or whatever. And I found it, and it was the Cardinals broadcast. And I was like, I'm not gonna lie, dude, I'm a snobby at when I'm watching Yankees games. I'm like, I need the yes booth. Like, I'm just I can't listen to anybody other than that unless it's like a playoff game, just because I'm like. I'm so used to hearing those guys and hearing them analyze the game and just talk. It just sounds so much better to me than like this other guy who I don't know his voice. Who's like, well, yeah, that'll be a hit for uh, Arnado. And it's just like this. It's just like, it's a different level of broadcasting for me. So I was like, let me find the yes network channel or whatever. And I did, and it was playing and I clicked on it and it was like, this uh, event is blacked out in your area, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, bro, I'm closer to fucking New York. Than I am to St. Louis. Why is the New York broadcast blacked out, but I can watch the St. Louis fucks? It's so annoying. Because so I was sitting there like, like was St. Louis dude, home? exactly. Yeah, it was in St. Louis. That's why. But like, what? Who cares? Like, I'm closer yeah, to well, New they York. Give you like them, the- yeah, but you're not in New York, so you're not technically like local to New York. So they're like, fuck you. You need to listen to the home teams. But broadcast. it's not like that for every, it's not like that for every MLB team. Like if I watch an Orioles Yankees game, it's not blacked out. I can still watch the yes network broadcast. Dude, I watched the yes network broadcast of the fucking, when they played the angels in LA, I was like, it just makes no sense. It just huh. randomized like the broadcasts that are blacked out. And this is my thing. Like if I pay for the Yankees package, I should be able to watch any Yankees game anytime i don't care who they're playing like i pay to watch the yankees i should be able to see their broadcast of the game yeah that's true. Shit got me so fired up dude i was like whew. mlb like, right, dude like that's a, definitely a first world problem like relax <laughs> yeah it is that's all right though <laughs> yeah i mean hey it's not my fault that i have these problems and i'm like their first world still how about problems. them yankees though dude oh my god actually good news on the yankees front today which I'm actually going to play this game on mute while we finish the pod because we just called up a few of our prospect guys after our fan base has been bitching about it for two months. Um, it was actually funny, though, because, dude, the Yanks are probably the worst team in baseball right now. I think they're like 2-11. Yeah, the 11. worst in August. Yeah, and it's just like 
you went, dude, I mean, go back four or five episodes of this fucking podcast, and I was on top of the world as a Yankees fan, dude. I yep. was like, dude, we weren't losing. Dude, like, we, we're weekly, not losing games. The weekly Johnny recap was, yeah, I mean, not much to say about the Yankees. We just keep winning. Life is good. Best team in baseball. I got See nothing to October. say. I got nothing to I, bitch about. <laughs> right. Dude, we had like a 16-game lead in the AL East. We were like 38 games over 500. All-star break comes around. Joey Gallo leaves. Benatendi. We trade Monty. Bunch of injuries. That's what's killing us, dude. Yeah, it's not like you guys it's finally all the got injuries. hit by the injury bug. But Bad, too, all at are once. Are you supposed to get most of the players back by the playoffs? We're going to have everyone back by the playoffs. Yeah. Other than so, Michael King. So, um... I saw something today. I saw some stats. The worst team in August. Um, the, you've only scored nine runs in your last seven. That's um, the worst like, in a seventh in a seven game span since 2015. And you've lost five series in a row. And that's your first worst time since oh five. Oh, I thought it was oh one. No, it was oh five. Mm, I was gonna say oh one. You won the World Series. Yeah, but it's just like. But I'll, uh, I guess I'm just fake news out here. But see, for dude, it's tough because like the Yankees have so many casual fans because they're like such a big, like known sports team. And yeah. And they have a bunch of diehard fans, and when those fans mesh into one community on Twitter, it's like everybody's just fighting and bitching and like acting like the world is over, blah blah blah. And then it's just like you got the people that are logical. That's because that's what people like, do on Twitter do. But That's dude, what it's, like, do on Twitter it's do. crazy because the community when we were good was like heaven, dude. It was fun to like be on there and like getting like memes and fun jokes and like it was just a good vibe. And now it's just like, why haven't we called up Peraza? Why are we doing all this? Oh, look at Joey Gallo's mashing in LA now, LA now, even though he's not. Um, and it's just like everybody's so negative where it makes me like feel. Like, not even, like, trying to feel bad, like, sucky and down about this team. But it's yeah. just, like, I see points that are made where it's, like, my negative side wants to agree with them. And I'm, like, yeah. okay, like, that's scary. It's just, like, baseball is such a marathon, dude. And people don't yeah. realize it where it's, like, so many up and downs. And if we do end up winning the World Series this year, we're, like, Yankees fans are going to look back and be, like, dude, August was a tough fucking bat. <laughs> like, that was – everybody was, like – Fire Brian Cashman, fire Aaron Boone. Like that's what people are saying on Twitter right now. Damn. Look at look at what Brian Cashman did with this the first half of this team, dude. He brought in like subtle moves that a lot of people didn't agree with, and we were the best team in baseball for half a year. We showed what it has what it takes to win. Like we know that the talent is in there, and you know, the trade deadline comes around and we make some moves that are ultimately, I think, good for the team, but we're just losing and people are getting hurt and the vibes in Yankee land are bad right now, dude. But we just called up some prospects. We're expecting to call up, I think, another one tomorrow because uh, after the 17th, you can manipulate service time. So, like, you won't have to – you won't have to take, like, time off of, like, I think part of what would be included in, like, his six or seven years as a rookie before he would get paid. You won't have to mess with any of that time. So, I think that's what they're waiting for. But Okay. It's just – I don't know, dude. It's going to be interesting to see – when everyone gets healthy and comes back, how we're going to perform. So I think that um, getting or letting go of uh, Monty, I think that's going to be bigger than maybe what it seems at face value. I feel like he was kind of nice. And like, he wasn't, he wasn't going to see any playoff time. That's the whole thing. 
What we have Garrett yeah, Cole, that's true. Nestor, um, Sevy when he comes back. Like we have we have enough pitching to have a, a playoff rotation where he wasn't gonna I mean, he might have come out for like a one inning spot in a bullpen, but it was either that or he wasn't even gonna make be on the playoff roster. So mm. but and honestly, dude, like with the way Aaron Hicks is playing historically bad for like yeah. pretty much he had two abysmal seasons, like worst MLB season in almost history. And then he has two like, okay, like average center fielder. But like we just traded for Harrison Bader, who's statistically the top defensive center fielder in the MLB, the MLB. I hate when I say that. Though Major League Baseball, it's just Major League Baseball. That's fair. Um, but no, I hear you about the communities because a few, a couple months ago, everyone on the Phillies community were fucking bashing JT, talking about how dookie he was. And then Garrett Subs came in. He had like a good game or two. And I was like, oh, dude, we can just get rid of JT, blah, blah, blah. Like, first of all, still the best defensive catcher in baseball. I miss me with all that. And he's been hitting really well lately. And somebody in the Phillies community the other day was like, man, remember when everybody was in here bashing JT a couple months ago? Wanted him fucking gone. Yep. And that's now how everybody's like, wow, he's fucking nice. And that's how that's baseball how it goes. goes, bro. Like, it's just a streaky sport. Like, it's literally the most streaky sport. Dude, so I was, like, sitting there watching the game last night and just listening to Paul O'Neill and Michael Kay talk about baseball. And I was like, like, 90% of this game really is mental. And it's like, if you're not, like, Getting one, getting lucky, two, being on top of your shit at all time. Like baseball, there's so much awareness you have to have. Where yeah. if you're just if you're fucking sitting there just ah da da for like even two seconds, dude, like it could go by like that. Like there was a pro a jerks and profar play the other night that I saw where he he was playing left field and a fly ball went over his head, came off the wall, and he thought that the play was gonna be to third because he was trying to cut off the guy from hitting a triple, right? But the shortstop was cutting over to hit the cutoff between second base and center field because he was going to throw it into second. So Jerks and Profar went like this one time with his glove for like half a second and then just threw it into third. And that amount of time it took him to flip his glove like that was the amount of time it took the the base runner to get in safe at third. And like Manny Machado was giving him shit after um, Joe Musgrove, the pitcher, was just like, hey, next time just throw it in. And it's like, dude, if you're caught lacking for even that much of time in a baseball game, even though 90% of it, you look like you're just standing there. Yeah. Like people, people don't realize that about baseball. People think you're just sitting there all dumb in the outfield. Like, Oh, balls fly, catch it. Like you have so much you have to think about before you make any play in baseball. Same with hitting, like thinking about which people, yeah, well, they watch the be sand lot and, and they see the boy just fucking close his eyes, put his glove up and it falls <laughs> yeah, in. Exactly. That's how all of baseball works. That's how, that's why I hate when like, I get it. If you don't like baseball, like, it's not every sport is going to be for everyone, but when someone says, oh, baseball's boring, you don't do anything, it's just like, all right, dude, just like you're telling me you don't know what baseball is by saying that. Yeah. Like, like go ahead. Like, just like doze off just for say, Just say you're a casual fan and say, oh, like, I don't really like baseball, but you know, it's not fun. It's boring. It's like, okay, you just don't get it then. Like, that's what you're, that's what you're communicating to me. It's like, yeah. you, you don't get it because people that do get it would be like, oh, there's like, strategy and all this like certain levels to this game that are just not seen on the surface because you're standing there waiting for something to happen it's like chess yeah but like with like real people not little pieces yeah dude you're playing as a pawn out in left field um but i mean 
the Phil's been okay. I mean, we were hot, and now we're not so hot, but that's the way it goes. I think we just lost the series to the Reds. You don't really like to see that, but um, you got a you got a playoff spot right now, don't you? Yeah, I think we like should one be game sitting up in, in, the, the wild in the card? wild card. Last I saw it was half a game. It might have went down a bit. Uh, oh no, yeah, we're one game up. So we got the Padres behind us, who you for know, the wild card. Yeah, well, we're in second wild card spot. And the Padres are in the third wild card spot. The Padres aren't even in a wild card spot. No, right they're now? in the third wild card spot. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, I forget that there's three now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know they're like looking nice. They got their boy Soto. They got um, a reliever bull whose name is you know escaping. Josh Hader. Yeah, Josh Hader. I thought it was Hader, but I didn't know if it was Ben or Josh. I don't know where Ben came. From. Josh Hader, and then we got Harrison Bader from the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, Harrison Hader Bader. Bader. Um, and then, you know, Fernando Tatis, he's doing his rehab and double A or triple A or whatever. gets oh, fucking yeah. pop for, for PEDs. And now he's out for 80 games. Did you see his excuse? Nah. I'm sorry, but that's such bullshit. He was like, nah. oh, I was trying to treat ringworm. Interesting. I think like you got to know what you're taking, dog. Especially Dude, when you're rehabbing. So, like, isn't listen. that like the, the most obvious time? Like, oh, I'm recovering. Let me take PEDs, right? Like, that's the most obvious time. You got to be extra careful then because, like, you're going to get tested. The MLB is going to test you because they know that's like, you're not going to be like, you know what? I'm super healthy. I've been fucking balling out, um, you know, getting paid. I'm on the cover of fucking MLB. Like, I'm so nice. Let me take PEDs because I'm not good enough. No, you're going to try to get healthy quicker so you can get back with your boy Soda. 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 <laughs> no, I was literally just going to say that, though, dude. Like, a lot of – going back to, like, casual baseball fans are like, oh, like, I get it's cheating. I understand that. And, you know, you sh- if you know what's on the banned substance list for M- for MLB, like, and you're a player actively playing in the MLB, you got to be cautious. You got to know, like, what's going into my body, like, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of people don't realize is that people aren't taking steroids to hit – a hundred home runs. Like most players I get popped for it are taking it so that they can get back on the field faster. Yeah. It's pr- that's what steroids is. It's not, you know, it's not going to give you junk. If I took steroids right now and did nothing, I, I wouldn't just magically gain muscle. That's not how steroids work. Yeah. If you took C4 a lot of in college, that's, that. there's things in C4 that are on the, uh, NCAA's banned substance list. Right. And, I mean, I get how, like, if you're a college athlete, like, and I wouldn't know that unless I was informed by, like, my trainer or something. But there's literally the name of the substance that was banned that he took. Jake uh, from John Boy Media, Talking Jake, posted a picture the other day, and it was ringworm cream. And it was literally him at the store, and he was just like, I forget what it was, but he took a picture of this ringworm cream, and it had the name of the substance on the tube, like, right in, like, literally circled and everything. Damn. It contains contain contable or something like that. Contable, I don't know, but contains an MLB banned substance. In case, <laughs> yeah. in case you're an MLB player for a very niche market of ringworm patients. PSA to Fernando Tatis Jr. <laughs> if you put that on those, every, put that on everyone. <laughs> uh, Interesting. Um, ooh, new boy just made a catch. But yeah, so it's the wild card is Atlanta, who are seven and a half ahead of San Diego, and then us, we're only one game ahead of San Diego, and then Milwaukee's a game back. Milwaukee and St. Louis are playing right now, right? Like in a huge series. Yeah, I think so. 
And they're, I think they're fighting for the division. St. Louis yeah. are two games up on them in the division, I believe. Um, but yeah, so the Yanks and the Orioles are like opposites now. Orioles best team in August. Yanks worst team in August. How's uh, I... how's the house down in Wilmington holding up? <laughs> little dynamic switch. Little power power dynamics all fucked up. I don't honestly don't think Maggie realizes how good the Orioles are right now. Like the <laughs> Orioles are the best, Loki, the best team dog. in baseball. <laughs> lucky dog. No, she told me her uh, her dad's going to an O's. Uh, who are they playing? Cubs. They're going to. He's going to an O's Cubs game next week. So that's going to be dope. That um, is dope. I tweeted into the realm of the Yankees community last night. I was like, boys and or slash ladies. I bought Yanks Mets tickets like a month ago before this shit started. It's going to be miserable. <laughs> and everyone was just like, bro, me too. This is tough. I was like, yeah. all right. So I was like, one, one of us, one of us between me and Lex fan. are going to be like, there's no shot. There's a uh, dude. We're not going to win that game. Like if we're going up against the Grom right now, we're not going to win that. If that gets on the Grom or Scherzer, one of those two, I don't know who it's going to be, but it's going to be one of those two unless, yeah. you know, barring injury. Yeah, that's tough. It's not gonna matter, dude. Like, it's you. You might no hit us. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Phils had nine one hits run against in three games the other day. No, the Phils aren't the Yanks right now, dude. I'm telling that's you, that's true. Like, that's true. The Yankees are bad. I don't know. It's gonna be fun though. Oh yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm doing just to be at the stadium, uh, dude. I'm lit to like be at your first experience Yankee Stadium trip too. Yeah. I might like, have been one other be time, but I, literally, I like barely remember it. Don't even know if it was old Yankee Stadium or new Yankee Stadium. Don't remember when it was. Just remember going to a game with my uncle. Um, how uh, how caught up on the captain are you? I've seen three and four. I think that's it. Maybe five. I don't know. It's good. It goes yeah. way past like his playing career and like literally up to the day of his life now, which I really liked. Final episode is, is it done? Yeah, there's only seven episodes. The last one came out last oh, Thursday. Um, okay, I'll get caught up and then we talk about it on the next one. All right, bet. Um. Oh wait, gonna... speaking of documentaries, dude. Sorry to cut you off, but did you see my text about the Manti Teo one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you have it? to. You have to watch it, dude. That shit is insane. How long is it? It's only two episodes. How long are the episodes? Like 40 minutes. Okay. That's doable. I can do that. It's, it's crazy. Dude, I feel there's one thing I will say. I feel so incredibly like sad for that dude. He's like one of the best dude just from that documentary. Like, obviously I remember everything happened and like coming from somebody who was like, what it was 2013 when the scandal came out. So I was like 15, 16, um, Obviously, like the memes and stuff on Twitter about Manti Teo, but I felt so bad for this dude by the end of this documentary. Like, he was such a good person, and he was just absolutely drugged through the fucking ringer, dude. And like everybody yeah. gave him shit for something that he had no control over, essentially. Yeah, it's it's like a really it's really sad story, but it's really good. You should watch all right, it. All right, I'll, ha- I'll have to I'll have to peep it. Um, back to baseball. Before we hop off this, we went Lex and I went to uh, Nationals. Padres were in DC on Juan Soto's return, his first game back. Um, First AB got a huge standing ovation. Really? Yeah, huge standing ovation. This cap. So before the game started, actually, they did like a video tribute um, for him, which like, dude, 
they just won the World Series. He yeah, was he pretty their much best won player. them the World Series. Um, yeah, like a huge part of their team, um, and like their franchise history. And after that, there was like a, a one minute or like minute and a half video that he did that was like thank you, like to the fans, like into the city and everything. He was like, you know, even when you got even when we were bad like you guys still cheered for us like you were always there packing the stadium like cheering us on and stuff and like you know you'll I'll always love this city you'll always have a place in my heart like that kind of shit um so like that kind of set the tone to like a good reunion um right but yeah huge standing ovation like tipped his helmet to the cap like dapped up the catcher like gave him a hug um and then it went on to have a shit game with a few flyouts to center i mean I feel like as you should. Yeah, I would, dude. I just wanted to see him hit a dinger bad. If Aaron Judge doesn't resign with the Yankees and he signs with like the Mets, and then in the first Subway Series game of next year he just hits like two home runs against us, dude, I might. I'm, that might be the lowest point of my life. That'll be the saying best a point lot. of Lexus. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but dude, I was gonna say like how perfect of it for like the whole Juan Soto trade thing to turn out for like you and Lex know, to be like a I part know. of that game dude, randomly. Great fucking night. So first of all, I'm like, oh, it's it's fanny pack giveaway night. That's dope. Um, and there you was, got a Nationals were, fanny pack. They were like clear guys, but they're like, okay, it's dope because they're clear, so I can bring it most to most venues, right? right. And like. It's it's small enough where I can bring it into the places that have size restrictions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, money, and then it's also was pups at the park. So there's fucking doggos all over the place. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is legit best case scenario. Kenny, you nailed it. <laughs> Free clear fanny pack, doggos everywhere. The return of Juan Soto. Like, dude, the fanny packs and and the dogs, like, just you know, icing on the cake for Lux. Was the uh was the stadium like pretty packed because Juan Soto was coming like making his return? It it was pretty packed. Um, it's it's honestly a nice stadium. It seems like I don't know if it's new if it's just been like renovated. Like they did a good job renovating it, but I mean, I kind of liked it. It looked nice. All right, impromptu ranking of your favorite MLB parks that you've been to so far. Uh, Citizens Bank Park, obviously. Um. And then it's either City Field or PNC Park. They're two and three. And then Nationals Park. Okay. All right. I feel like those are like five or four great starters, honestly. They are. They are. City Field is good. I like their indoor section. Like, City Field's good when it's fucking 100 degrees out. And, like, yeah. when it's hot out in the summer, well, we always get the same, like, section of seats. There's, like, a section behind home plate. like a it's And it's only, like, ten rows. And you get like access to like a full like full huge bar inside plus like regular concession stands and stuff inside and bathrooms and everything but it's all in ac so like lex and i went there and it was like 95 once and we're like sweating our dicks off but then we'll be like all right let's go sit outside for a couple innings now let's go inside for a couple innings like get another beer you know what i mean oh that's kind of fire that's a great setup that's exactly when my parents got married at yankee stadium that's like how we were it was dope dude we uh, had like the sweet part, which you could go inside. And it was like kind of starting to rain before the game that night. So like we sat inside for like an inning or two and then it cleared up and we got outside, like walked outside. And at that point, it was like already starting to get dark. And so like they had the lights on and everything. And it was dope. It was like the best of both worlds of having like, yeah, you can just yeah. like walk inside my house and then walk back outside and I'm at the ballpark. Yeah. But, Citizens um, Bank Park has that too. 
They have theirs isn't it's not as nice. Like the Mets is like fancy, like it's like stone and everything, right? Like it's like nice. It looks like you're at like a classy venue. Citizens Bank Park is more like it's like just like a glass wall that separates the seats from like the in like the indoor bar, and then it's just like, you know, a random like sports bar like plop there. Um it's like they're very different vibes, but it's same thing where it's like five or six rows and then you get like like exclusive access to like indoor AC like bathrooms and like bars. That's nice. Um, Haley took bathrooms come in clutch when you start drinking too. Yeah, dude. And like it's there's not as many people. So if you go between innings, like sometimes it's like everybody's going to the bathroom, but not when only so many people have access. But um, we uh we might get I don't know what the weather is going to be like on the twenty second, but we might get absolutely roasted. Yeah, it's possible. It might be hot. Yeah, Wait, I mean, it's going to be a night game, so we might be all right, but... True. Um, Haley had... She got, like, seats from... Or she was supposed to go to a Phillies game with this dude. And the dude was driving with his boss, and his boss got a DUI, so his parents sent him to rehab in Florida. So he gave Haley these tickets, and she was like, are you free? And I was like, I'm on my way to a wedding right now, but I'll be free tomorrow. So literally went to went to a wedding, like, last-second wedding, I texted the girl who was going, and she was like, it was Dugan. And she was like, I'm supposed to go with Scalfie. And, um, you know, he's not answering his phone. I need to leave soon. So I'm like, all right, bet. Hopped in the shower, did my hair, threw a suit on. Like, literally just shouted to my mom, like, going to a wedding. I'll be back tomorrow. Dipped. And then I pull up. <laughs> I'm like, the only clothes that I have is, like, this suit. <laughs> so literally <laughs> went and got pants from like Coles in the morning. Didn't realize how hot it was. Bought a Bryce Harper t-shirt off of some dude in the parking lot. Dude, it was it was legitimately it was over ninety degrees. It was so hot. I was oh sweating my, my ass off in jeans. I looked pants. like a dickhead. I looked like a dickhead. <laughs> oh man, dude, that's like worst case scenario. I know. We went out after the wedding, so I was fucking yammered. Then I was like still a little drunk the next morning, and then I was just like when we're at the store, I was like, yeah, dude, pants are good. Like, I'll be fine in pants. And here's, I realized. <laughs> would you rather be stuck in a long sleeve shirt or, like, pants? Like, in the heat? I don't know. I think maybe a long sleeve. Over and just have shorts on? Maybe. Because, like, especially if it's, like, yeah, yeah, I think so. Really? I don't know. I think I yeah. uh, dude. As you're basically picking between swamp ass and like armpit sweat. I don't know what like yeah. profuse armpit sweat is bad. So when we were in DC, so DC is fucked. You still gotta wear masks everywhere. And oh, really? also you can't bet there, so like two thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> so my trip um, sucked. <laughs> <laughs> um so I'm like I'm like, all right, I have masks in my car, but like we didn't have them in our bags and we're already in the Airbnb, so I'm like, all right. Let me see. So I, I order a lift. I message the lady. I'm like, is it okay if we don't have masks? Because like, maybe she doesn't give a fuck, right? And she's yeah. like, she goes, no. I'm like, all right, let me go get some. So I literally ran. So I had to run like a block over, like a block across, and then like down through the parking garage, like, like you know, road, like circling around the parking garage. But I was on the first <laughs> level. So it wasn't too far. And to grab masks out of my car and then run back. And then she ended up canceling the Uber anyway, so I could have just fucking walked. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we get a different Uber, and we're on our way to dinner, and I was wearing fucking khaki pants. And 
I literally like just like sat down and the sweat was coming through my jeans, <laughs> like all all on my knees and like all around my ankles and shit. Like I was so I was fucking sweating in these pants and the sweat was coming through them. Oh, dude, swamp ass sucks, dude. I will say that now that I'm thinking about it, like sitting down and like realizing how sweaty you are is the worst. Like, so, dude, during golf, when you sit down on the golf cart, you ever do that? Yeah, dude. I, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about it today, so I, I'm committed to a soccer league now for the fall, right? And uh, coach was like, some of the games might be in North Jersey. So I'm like, damn, if that drive home is like an hour and I'm fucking like, dude, there's no way I'm not fucking literally entirely coated in sweat at the end of these games. It's not, there's, it's impossible. Not it's happen- not an option. Yeah. I will be 100% like my uh, compression shorts and my soccer shorts will both be completely coated in sweat. I promise. There's, I'm not, there's no way I'm getting around that. And um, so I'm like, all right, now I'm going to sit in my car for an hour on the way home. Like I'm about to get the gnarliest swamp ass. And like, sometimes like if I sit in my sweat, like for that long, I'm going to start chafing. So I'm like, can I bring like baby powder or something? And like throw that in my ash cheeks before I drive home. Like, will that help? I don't know. I really don't know. I haven't experimented with anything. I think you should. That, that might be a slept on move, dude. I used to get like bad chafing when I rode BMX bikes, like in when I was 15 or 16. Yeah. And like, dude, baby powder was amazing because you usually like, you know, the swamp ass and the sweat is coming. It's I'm wearing jeans, obviously, so I don't rip my ankles up and my shins up to shreds with my pedals. And it's the middle of the summer. So, you know, it's coming like, yeah, there's no way around it. So I might have to do a little experimenting with the uh, with the old baby powder. See how it works. The gold bond. The gold bond's the best shit. But do I need it gold bond? Do I need it medicated, or can I just have regular baby powder? Because this is like pre-chafing. That's true. You know That's what I true. mean? Like you're trying to prevent pre- the chafing, not exactly. fix the chafing. I should probably just get the medical though, because then that way, if I do chafe anyway, Best at least I have worlds, some dude. medical. Right, I have it. <laughs> dude, you got insurance on baby powder with the medical shit. You said yeah, I'm not. Right. I'm not chafing yet, but I'm insured if I'd start. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm Baby just gonna like powder, slide man. slide through our doc here. We got, I mean, we I know we touched on the Premier League, but City and Arsenal, the only two teams with six points through two games. Um, and Phil Foden signed a long term contract to through I think for like a six year extension. So I'm hype about that, dude. Locked up Holland long term. Locked up Phil Foden. Like got De Bruyne. Like I like the state of this team for the future. Yeah, I mean they're already really good too. Like, you yeah. guys are you got you guys are like in that Aguero prime where it was like him, Joe Hart was your goalie, Vincent yeah, Company I think, was running shit down in the defense. I think we need to get a little bit better defensively, but I don't know. We're fucking good going forward. That's for damn sure. Especially with Holland, dude. I'm so stoked for this season. I put money on Holland to be the Premier League's leading goal scorer. The gold, the golden boot. I saw yeah. your tweet today about Harry Kane and his records, and yeah, I I'm not gonna lie. We're we're low key a Harry Kane hater. You and I. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like I I just don't like I don't. I've I think grown the way he plays on Harry boring. Kane. I've grown on Harry Kane, and it's there's two reasons why. The one first reason is that the general public are way less dick riders now than they were four or five, three years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hate 
Like, that's the same reason I hate Drake. Like, too many people are like, oh, his shit don't fucking stink. And that's how people were about Harry Kane. Everybody was all over his shit. Like, like he was the fucking best thing going. And so I, I, that was, like, led to my, you know, my hater status. That was, that was the root of Kenny um, being a hater of Harry Kane. But the other thing is, like, like, now you're just looking at the sheer numbers of, like, He's about to break Aguero's record for the most goals in it's for the one records, club. dude. And he's about to break Harry Kane for the most goals in uh the whatever that London Derby is. I think it's Arsenal Tottenham, right? Thierry Henry. He's, Thierry Henry, yeah. He's one goal behind him. He's tied with Aguero for that one. And he's he's like less than eighty goals. I think he has hundred and eighty four and Alan Shearer has two sixty for most Premier League goals all time. And like when it's all said and done, he might break that record too. And uh, dude, it's that's what all it comes down to is like anybody in any sport that has that type of shit on their resume, like it doesn't matter if you like them or not. Like you have to put them right. That's just like, like when you look at like when you it's like similar to looking at Steph's numbers as a shooter. Like you're yeah. like, oh, this guy is far and away the best shooter of all time. Right. And Harry but a lot Kane of people might are be kinda like, like Steph haters or Steph lovers because of that. Same with LeBron, dude. Like, it's just when you get to that certain level of like the public talking about you and hyping you up, there's going to be like 50 50 because people are going to be like, oh, like you guys are hyping him up too much. And everyone else is like, no, he's like that guy. You know what I mean? So there's always going to be that split. But like, players get to a point where yeah. they have these records on their resumes and you're like, kind of, kind of can't hate the guy. It's like Tom Brady, dude. Tom Brady has what, eight rings? And it's like, as an Eagles fan, when right, he beat that's us the thing. Harry Kane's got zero fucking trophies. Dude's a bum, and that's true. I mean, I will stand by like my view on Harry Kane hasn't changed. It's just that the way that I speak about him has changed, right? Because right. Like, I still think that the way that he gets his goals is like it's like right place. Like like I've always said, he's not super fast. He's not like super skilled. He doesn't have the most amazing shot. He finishes well. Like he has like. You know, good ball control. He finishes well, and he's there. And, like, dude, he's a solid player. But, I mean, a lot of it for him is timing and place and, like, when he's there. And I know there's that's, like, a whole big part of the game. But Right. I mean, dude, I that's, just, like, Ronaldo has that ability, but he's also Cristiano but Ronaldo. Ronaldo creates so many goals, too. Like, he that's, beats that's so many people saying. with skill and speed, and he scores fucking crazy bikes where his fucking foot is literally 35 feet in the air. And, like... He's like he like creates a lot. Harry Kane, I think, is it's a lot of tappings, a lot of PKs, and a lot of just like simple things. Um, yeah, yeah. But like the difference is now the public isn't like Harry Kane's a top striker in the world. Blah blah blah. The public is just like, oh, it's Harry Kane. You know what I mean? So now I don't have yeah. to be as outspoken as to how mediocre I think Harry Kane is. And I also think Harry Kane is kind of just like in a lot of people's minds solidified himself at Tottenham. Like people aren't like, oh. Like, if he goes to Barca, he'll have this career. You know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. he's kind of like everybody's at a point with him where, like, we know the career he's going to have. Like, he's going to be good. He's going to have the numbers. But he's just like Harry Kane. Like, he just – you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he scores a shit ton of penalties. He's always tapping – like, scoring tap-ins or just being, like, on the end of a one-on-two or one-on-one with a goalie or something like that. Yeah. Like, it's not, yeah. he's not like – he's beating three people and putting one up top titty, like, fucking bicycle kicks over people's noggins. You know what I mean? I yeah. even think Gareth Bale at a point was kind of where he was in his career where he was on the kind of like the opposite where he's like Gareth, Gareth Bale's like a trash Scoring player, bangers. blah, blah, blah. But like he scores bangers and he has a his collection of trophies is insane and now he's like tearing it up in the MLS. It's just like 
you get to a certain point of fame where people are gonna love you or hate you depending on anything really gareth bale's like the most interesting character like he's the most interesting like super elite him and jamie vardy super elite soccer players where it's like what like jamie vardy's path to success and like smoking cigs and he still drinks red bull and shit like that like just blows my mind he's literally a blue collar construction worker like for like you know his at home life and then he goes and he's one of the best strikers in the premier league for the last few years he bro fucking brought a title to Leicester City, um, who had fucking five thousand to one odds or some shit. And then you have Gareth Bale, who's like, yeah, whatever, dude. I'm out here balling. Sometimes I'm her. I'm usually golfing. Like I don't really <laughs> give a fuck. I'm not gonna train that hard in the off season. Like I'm not gonna like dedicate my entire life to soccer. I'm gonna do other things that enjoy me or that bring me enjoyment. I don't know what the fuck enjoyment means. Um, this that, golf like, you club know, bring enjoys me enjoyment. Me. And, like, he's kind of just chilling. And I feel like he went to Real Madrid and, like, he was awesome at Tottenham, right? Went to Real Madrid and he wasn't bad. Like, his goals, like, his stats per game were good. When he was healthy, he was good. But he was hurt so much and I feel like he was looked at as a bust. So he was just like, fuck this shit. I'm going to the MLS where I know I'm going to be by far be the best one in the league. And I'm just going to ball, be super famous in L.A., which is probably one of the dopest cities to be famous in. And I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna go golf, dude. Gareth, you, Gareth Bale has the best life of all time right now. Not bad. <laughs> like, dude, you just broke that down perfectly, dude. Like, that sounds like the most ideal life. Like, you don't have to be like a wall about shit if you're not like if you don't care about it in that way, right? But like, you're still good enough to be the best in the league and like probably the most famous person in the city. But the you most can famous still go soccer golf. player in the city. You know, LeBron stuff. Oh, yeah, there. true. Yeah, true, true. And a bunch but of like, other motherfuckers. All right, on a global scale, though, you think LeBron or Gareth Bale is, like, most more famous? That's a good question. You know what I mean? Like, people, yeah. that not, not out, people not in the United States and outside of the United States are still watching, like, because he's Gareth Bale. You know what I mean? Like, are just seeing highlights of him and being, like, recognizes him more than, I don't know, some kid in, like, Taiwan would recognize LeBron. I'm I think sure football is would, just though. bigger... Yeah, that's probably it true. It is bigger. It He's is on. bigger. And, like, Gareth Bale, I think, was, like, at that level where, like, he got recognized internationally from balling at Tottenham and Real Madrid. He also got, And in like, Wales, like, in the in World Wales, Cup. Like, like, like yeah. in the World Cup and, like, in those big tournaments and stuff, he probably did have a lot of people around the world watching him where they would know him more than they would know LeBron. And, like, think about, like, the U.S.'s international games. It's at the fucking Olympics where, A, Nobody's watching that because all the other countries suck dicks. So they don't give a fuck. They're going to watch swimming or something <laughs> yeah. different than their, you know, so the U.S. win by 40. And, like, LeBron might not stand out because everybody is so much better than everybody else. So much else better than everybody else, That right. LeBron doesn't stand out as, like, the alpha that he is. But at the that's, same time, yeah, he's fucking LeBron yeah. James. So, like, I think. Huge. Do you think and LeBron the James is, bigger, is, the... is pretty big? Do you think LeBron James is the most famous athlete in the United States? Maybe. Like active athlete? Active yeah, active athlete. It's possible. Who do you think would be like a runner up? Steph, Brady. Yeah. Mahomes. But probably not Mahomes. Um That's probably about it. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen, maybe? Nah. 
Yeah, probably not most. He, I think he'd be top ten, maybe. Maybe he's done a lot of he's done a lot of like outside football stuff too with that whole golf thing and. Yeah, but I mean, LeBron versus no Josh Allen, LeBron like in and global. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like LeBron to me just feels like the biggest, right? Like, yeah, I think LeBron is the like biggest. Like MJ problem. was, I, or like you know. I just, I it'd be interesting. I think LeBron and maybe Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady would be maybe the next. Yeah, but I feel like basketball is bigger globally than football is. Yeah, but we're just talking about the U.S. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you meant what U.S. athlete is has the biggest global like presence. Global? Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's <laughs> Josh <was> Allen. <laughs> <laughs> that's, but that's what I mean. Like, I think it's LeBron or Brady globally. But I, I, I want to lean LeBron. All right, you know what we should do? We should go through like the major sports of this podcast that we cover and both name, like instead of a draft, we'll both name like our face of that respective face of, sport. Face of the franchise. Face of the sport. All right. Like who's the right face now? of the NFL face? Of, yeah, let's do it. All right. Do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. I'll let you take okay. first. I pick LeBron. <laughs> for, uh, for NBA? Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably have to go LeBron too. No, you can't pick LeBron. I, I mean, already got LeBron. Oh, we're doing we're drafting guys. I thought we were just like picking who we would think would be the face. I mean, I'll draft. I'm down to draft that. All right, let's do it right now. I pick LeBron. You said that you, you wanted to go second. <laughs> yeah, because I thought we were just like you know who's your face of the uh, NBA, and then who's my all face? Right, like, oh right, yeah, we both right, say LeBron. Right. You know what I mean? All right, <laughs> you, all right. Um, all no, right. we, if won't, I don't we have won't draft the... then. We won't draft. We'll just so we'll, we'll just go. Say LeBron. Okay, it's either yeah. LeBron or Steph, but I think it's LeBron, dude. It's yeah. gotta be. I think it's but gonna Steph's, be. I, I don't think Steph's too far behind. The kids no, these days think... like Steph. All right, let's do this instead. We'll both and, like, do a top three. He's changed the game. Who would be your third? Um, Giannis. Yeah, has to be. Yeah, right? I think it goes LeBron, Steph, Giannis. Yeah, I mean, could be KD. Yeah, that's but, true. I feel like KD is more just like, uh, I don't know. I feel like he's looked at different because he's been on so many different teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Steph has always been on the Warriors. He's like the face of the fucking and Giannis franchise. The Bucks. And, right, right. LeBron, yeah. I mean, he's bounced around, but he's LeBron. You know who he didn't mention? Who? The back-to-back fraud MVP. Who are you going to say? Salpe. Mr. Jokic, dude. The back-to-back oh, fucking oh, yeah. shouldn't oh, yeah. be back-to-back MVP. I uh, Where was I? Oh, I was in Colorado and some dude, we were talking like about the NBA MVP voting and how like pretty much it's all fucked. But he was like, oh, yeah. Yo, like obviously he's a Nuggets fan, so he's going to say Jokic deserved it. But yeah. I was just like, uh, I don't know, dude. Like. Embiid is far more important to the Sixers than Jokic is to the Nuggets to begin with. And also, Embiid just had the better numbers, like, I think overall. Like, I think. I, yeah, the I only genuinely numbers think that Jokic had better year. were fucking the stupid. Assists, right? Uh, assists, but then, like, the stupid analytics, like. The, like, the analytic numbers that nobody even knows. Like, these numbers were created to make Jokic look better. Not literally, uh, but basically. It's one of those, they're pulling a fucking MLB on you. 
Yeah, yeah, big MLB. I mean, it's guys. different though because MLB analytics, like, there's so much to like measure in baseball. So, like, I get like that some of the new numbers are like, oh, this is more valuable in some ways. So, but like also, this is baseball, so it's so unpredictable. And like, also, Jokic you know? got pulled on fucking on a defensive possession with the game on the line, so he can't be that valuable. Yeah, that's why. Like, I'll if you're not. Quick. If you're not in the court in the last minute, like if you get pulled from the court in the last minute because you're a liability to your team, you should not be eligible to win MVP. I think Otani shouldn't be eligible to win MVP if we're counting both his pitching and his hitting stats. I think that's stupid. We have the Cy Young, dude. That's what for that's the award for pitching is the MVP of pitching. It's pretty much what it is. Mm, So So you think that Otani's MVP should be based solely on his offensive? Or like if he plays in right or wherever. Does he play right. when he's not pitching? Uh in I the think field? he has. I don't think I don't know if he has this year, but I know last year he played a few games in the outfield. But this is my whole argument, dude. Mo the thing that fucks it up is it's called most valuable player, which I mean makes sense, but like you can't just because he pitches and judge doesn't doesn't automatically yeah. make him the most valuable player. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he might be the best pitcher and one of the best hitters, but like for his pitching Get, like, not every player has that advantage. You know what I mean? So you can't just keep know, giving it to him because he so has. it's just so wild. Because, like, when you think about, like, most valuable player, like, who's the most valuable to your team, it's always going to be Otani every single time. Unless Judge is outrageously dude. better at bat. Because Otani is not the best pitcher and not the best hitter, but he's probably top ten in both. Like, he's a Here's really good thing, pitcher. Though. And he hits Judge bangers. Is- Judge's numbers this year, like overall, even including like, so you know what war is in baseball? Yeah, yeah. Wins, wins above replacement. Yeah. Judge has a higher F war than fucking Otani does combined with both of his numbers. That's how insane right. Judge has been this year. And people are still seeing like, oh, he pitches and he hits. So, but yeah, it's I like, feel like, I feel like Otani been lacking this season at the, at the plate. A little bit, but like, he's still having a good year at the plate and I'm not taking anything away from him. I think he's top three best players in baseball, but. Just because of that, he can be top ten on the pitching side and a, and from a batting stance, dude. Like that's insane. That's insane value for your team. But also, like that, just because you can do that doesn't make you the most valuable. Like, yeah, I think he deserved it last year because he was stupid yeah, I think nice he did at too. both. But this year, like you know, but can't here's have the an thing, MV- dude. MVP season every single season. Right, and it's just because of what he does. And the thing with Judge, his numbers right now, like he's been on a little bit of a slide the past like through four games. I think it's like his past 14 at-bats haven't been great. But one, he's on pace to beat the American League record in home runs. It's not that he's just hitting home runs. Like his strikeout rate is way down. He's taken all the walks that everybody's given him because nobody wants to pitch to him right now. He's got right. an OPS on the season. We're in. We're almost into September. His OPS is still one dot. That's insane, dude. His batting average is over 300. He's leading the league in home runs, RBI, and, like, runs scored or something like that as of, like, two or three games ago. But his numbers are just ridiculous, and people are still like, oh, Otani deserves MVP over Judge. Where it's like, if the season ended now, it would be Judge's to take. And that's not even, like, the biased Yankee fan talking in me. Yeah, Judge is pretty nice, huh? His He's numbers got 46 are dumb, home dude. runs. Schwarber's got second most in the league with 34. Is, yeah, he's, he's, and that's like that's like nice. Like thirty four home runs right now at this point in the year is like a very solid year. Yeah, Judge has forty six, dude. <laughs> like that's stupid. Aaron Judge has a hundred RBIs. Pete's got ninety seven. 
That's not bad. How many home runs does Pete have? Twenty nine. That's that's like a very solid pace too. Anything over thirty for a power hitter is like for anybody is an insane yeah. year. And then yeah, Aaron Hicks at the beginning of the year said he would be scored. Yeah, ninety six runs scored, like over a hundred RBIs. Got forty six dingers. Mookie Betts has the second most runs scored. He's got eighty six. It sucks right now, dude. Because and like he's got strict- the second most walks in the league behind Juan Soto. Juan Soto's got a hundred and five walks. Yeah, he's insane, dude. Judge and Jesse Winker are both tied in second with sixty seven. Like that gap is, is astronomical. <laughs> Yo, that's insane. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, that's like 45 at bat or 45 walks. Yeah. That's wild. Juan Soto, I feel like, well, also, here's the thing. He's been playing on the Nationals for three quarters of the year, probably more than that. There's nobody in that lineup to protect him. So anytime he came to that bat, they're just like, fuck it, let's just walk him and pitch to the next guy because the next guy sucks. Yeah. I bet you that goes down. But still, that's insane. He's always been like very disciplined at the plate. Judges um, OPS is the best in the league, one six two. Goldschmidt and yeah. Alvarez are both over one dot, but that's it. What's his strikeout percentage? Are you what are you on? Uh... His strikeout percentage is uh, two fifty five. Which is, I mean, not like great. Point two fifty five. Yeah, not great, but not bad. But it's hard. Oh, uh, dude, I'm gonna send you this link. Are you on Baseball Reference? No, I'm on MLB.com. Let me show you some shit. Go to a. Uh, just type in Baseball Reference on Google, and it's like. Baseball Dude, it breaks down like, right? yeah, it just breaks down like pretty much every stat imaginable. You can search players and stuff, and it gives you like a super in depth look at their stats. Who should I go to? Players, retired players. You can do players. You can do teams. Oh, leaders! I think they that's have what like I want. advanced statting. MLB batting leaders. If you hover over like each stat, it tells you what like what it means and stuff. So it's like very informational, like ground ball percentage, line drive percentage, opposite field percentage. And it gives you like probabilities of wins, like in certain counts or stuff like that. It's really dope. Yeah. Judge has the highest war in the, um, what's that called? MLB American league. Oh, in the whole league. Yeah. Seconds, uh, Sandy Alcantara. Yeah. He's having a fucking nut job year on the mound. Um, he's got the best offensive war too. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like he should be winning the MVP like fairly clearly over Otani right now because just because Otani pitches doesn't make him the most valuable. He's got the highest slugging. He's got the the highest OPS. Dude, it's crazy to me that he's been in the league for seven years already. But I mean, he's ninth in the league in hits, so I mean, it's not very good. But he leads the <laughs> league in total bases, so if you think about that, that's pretty good. Yeah, so I mean, that's what happens when you hit 
46 dingers in all. He's not even August. top 10 in doubles. No, because he just hits home runs. And I don't see him anywhere on this list in triples. Bum. Who leads the league in triples right now? I kind of want to know that. Uh, Ahmed Rosario. Oh, from the Mets? No, from the Guardians. Oh, they! I forgot they traded him. Uh, he's got seven. Seven triples? That's insane. That is insane. Uh, and then let's see. Gavin Lux has six. Jorge Mateo, Bobby Witt, and Brandon Nimmo have five. And then there's a bunch of people that have four. JT and Didi are on that list. And Didi don't even play baseball no more. I know, dude. That makes me so sad. He'll get back there one day. Yeah, I bet he comes back next year. Someone will pick him up. Yeah, probably. I'm actually surprised that he hasn't been picked up yet. Like, he cleared waivers and he's a free agent now. I mean, dude, before we... Like, our shortstop prospect right now is, like, he's going to be our starting shortstop. Like, he's he's that good. I think he's, like, or Volpe. So, we have two. One of them's, like, in AAA right now, about to be called up. And then Volpe's in AA. But he's, like, I think ranked five in all of MLB prospects right now. So, he's going to be, like, our guy. But when IKF kind of was just, like, the whole team started to shit the bed. And IKF was just, like, dude, he's one of those players that makes insane plays. But, like, will botch a routine ground ball. Like, it makes no sense. His glove is insane on, like, the hardest plays, but can't field something, like, two feet to his left. So, yeah. I was like, bro, like, it would be pretty dope to get Didi back, like, in the clubhouse, back with, like, some of the old guys he used to play for. Like, New York loves him. Everybody was, like, pretty upset when we didn't want to resign him. Like, just put him back in there, even if he's not starting. Like, what What could uh, – what is he? He's going to be bad? Okay, we already knew he was bad, so, like – What's the point of, like, you don't have to play him, but, like, I think it would have just been awesome for the clubhouse to have him back, and I was, like, just hoping for it, but I also knew it would never happen. For the rest of the season, you could probably get him for, like, fucking 500K. Right. He's got postseason experience in the Bronx. Yeah. Like, good postseason experience. I wouldn't hate Um, him as, like, a defensive replacement. I mean, I don't know how he he is looking at shortstop that much anymore because I haven't seen him in, like, two years, but... Uh, well, we let him go because we think that Bryson Stott is the dude, and I think he could be. He, yeah, he's like, also young, like pretty young, he's right? He's young. Yeah, he's real young, and he's been making some really nice plays like defensively, but he's also been batting and like somewhat clutchly as well. Um, he's he's had a nice a nice season so far. I think he's been really good. Um, and honestly, Alec Bohm has really turned it around. Like from the beginning of the season, him saying to Didi, I fucking hate this place walking off. Like, because he botched a couple fucking ground balls. Like now he's making fucking sleek barehanded plays on like little dribblers. Like his defense has really turned around. Probably like most improved Philly like year over year from literally getting benched and like wasn't playing at the end of last year because his defense was so bad to now like making web gem plays. Fire me like up, having, a, having a nice little year. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I always liked him, too. I just, like, I kind of felt bad when he had that that whole thing. It was like, you could tell, like, dude, it was so early in the season. Like, we had a shortened spring training and everything. And it's just like, get like cut the guy some slack. It's fucking April, dude. Relax. Yeah. And he was, like, already that far in his head. And then he came out and, like, showed maturity and was like, 
yeah, I said it, blah, blah, blah. These people just want to see me play well, blah, blah, blah. And they went on to have a great year. Like, that's like pure base, as pure as baseball gets right there, dude. Yep. Yep. Um, In La Liga, La Liga's got day one in the books. Atletico get a 3-0 dub over Getafe. Real Madrid, 2-1 win over Almeria. Um, Trying to see who scored. We had, oh. Vasquez and David Alaba scored for Real Madrid. Oh, I saw the David Alaba goal. That was actually pretty um, nice. He looks good. And Barca drew Rio Vallecano 0-0, and they got a red card. I think it was... Who got it? who got sent off? Oh, no, Busquets got sent off in the 93rd. Busquets. What did he do, I wonder? I don't know, a little rat. <laughs> um, The Union, they went on a little tear, bro. Um... They won five straight after they beat Houston six nothing, but then they lay lost to Cincy three one, and then they just beat the Chicago Chicago FC. I always want to say Chicago Fire, and I don't know if that's right, but I know that's a show. Like I think it I don't is a know. show. I don't but know. It may, but dude, you that you just broke my brain with that because now oh, they are they are Chicago from, Fire. I FC. was gonna say I remember them from the like FIFA ten demo, dude. They're like one of the teams you can play like, in the FIFA 10 demo. I was, I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, Chicago Fire. And then I was like, FC? Is it Fire? That's the show, dude. I don't know. Chicago Fire is a show, isn't it? I'm pretty sure they have all of Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, Chicago. <laughs> I'm in the hospital. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> they really do be having all those like network shows, just the same shit in different like areas of life. <laughs> yeah. Um. But so the Union went on a nice little tear, and they're sitting top of the East. They have 48 points, 25 games played. Montreal are in second with 43 points, so they got a five point lead. And then NYC FC is in third. They have 42 points, but they have one less game played. Um, so they could, you know, if they were to win that game, they'd have what 45, and then there were three points behind us. But that's way better than before when it was, oh, like. We're sitting in first, but they have a game or two in hand, and then a win is going to make them jump us. Right. Um, but LAFC, dude, are running fucking away with this thing. Now they got Gareth Bale. They have 57 points, 25 games dude. played. I saw a tweet the other day. They're going for, like, the record. Like, they're, like, on pace or, like, close on to pace being on to beat pace. the most points. Most points in the yeah, MLS history. I don't know what it is, but I just saw that. They're, like, they're kind of, they're, like, on that pace. I mean, that dude, LA has just been – LA has always been like a step ahead of everyone else in the MLS because they've always brought in that guy, David Beckham, Gareth Bale. Um, I'm sure there's like a, obviously like lower guys than that, but Slaton when they brought him in. And, dude, they've been good every time they've done it. So, like, I don't understand why MLS teams aren't just like throwing money at these like kind of older European players like Gareth Bale or like a Slaton. I don't know how they can afford to do it. Yeah, because you are still competing like with a lot of European clubs that do have more money than you, and like the salary in the cap MLS, in MLS isn't is huge. pretty low. Yeah, like you know the other leagues don't have salary caps, so you can just whatever. I'll give you fucking five hundred thousand a week. You know what I mean, dude? MLS should take the MLB route for like the next fifteen twenty years and just take the salary cap away. Let the big market teams ball out and get like the league like known. You know what I mean? Like they're at that point now where it's like growing and it's growing well. Like like the MLS is doing well right now. 
Yeah. But like if they started doing that and like you added like the talent that you already have on top of the talent that big market teams like LA and New York can bring in just to get eyes on your game, like it's gonna be good, dude. Like I, I, I don't know, see how I'm... that could be a negative thing other than like the small market teams being like, What the fuck? That's the thing. I love Philly because <laughs> like the Philly Academy teams are so nice. So like dude, they're just like steady breeding talent where like if you have other clubs just buying the best dudes in the world, like, yeah, it's probably good for the MLS. It's probably bad for Philly. Yeah, but, like, I don't think the MLS cares about that. Nope. Like, this is just from the eyes of, like, the business perspective of running the league and, like, getting it into the conversation of, like, a top five sports league in the United States. Because it could be, dude. I think I think soccer's at a point now where everyone's, like, kind of in on it, but, like, the MLS talent isn't there to be like, oh, I'm like die hard and also Well it probably is like, the pe- fifth league in in the US. Oh yeah. What'd I say? Top five? Yeah. Yeah. I meant top four. Cause like I mean hockey's I feel like hockey's hockey, growing. Like I feel like hockey's growing. But like do you think it's growing at the same rate as the MLS is? I think the MLS has a little no, bit of an edge on it that. Do, it's not growing at the same rate, but it doesn't have to because it was already bigger. Already bigger. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I don't know. Like, I feel like hockey's kind of like I, – I like watching hockey and, like, I enjoy me it. Too. I'm not going to sit here and say I watch, like, you know, three nights a week or anything. But, like, when a hockey game's on TV, like, I'll enjoy it. Um, but, like – I can I like I just feel like they don't like connect with like the sports audience like the average consumer of sports very well. I don't know. I just feel the like NHL? it's always on yeah, when you're on sports center it's always like NFL's like always top priority and NBA's then it's LeBron. right there. Yeah, and then it's LeBron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, you know what kills me is like and then it's I don't the know rest if you've of the NBA. This, but like on Twitter, when someone will post something, or like on TikTok, it has nothing to do with basketball, and like the top comment is always like, "Okay, but how does this affect LeBron's legacy?" <laughs> <It's just> like <laughs> everything that SportsCenter or ESPN does is pretty much that. But yeah, yeah. and then oh. I think it's MLB, and then NHL, and then MLS. But I think MLS is in a better position to take NHL spot just because NHL marketing and the way they present their gameplay. Yeah. Like, NHL marketing is dookie, but they're getting better. And this past year, they did on ESPN every Tuesday. You know how, like, I think on ESPN, it's like Sunday Night Baseball, right? They bait yeah. on, That's on, like, the ESPN, like, you know, primetime game. They were doing Tuesday nights were, like, hockey night on ESPN. Oh, that's kind of cool. But, like, I didn't know about that. You know what I mean? Right. That's what I'm talking about. I knew about it because, like, you know, most of the time I just watch the Flyers on fucking NBC Sports, and then it's not on there. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, it's on ESPN because it's hockey night. Right. But they always have but good see, matchups, and they always do double headers. They'll do like an East Coast and a West Coast. They have two games. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing they do with MLB, where it's just like it's always going to be like a Dodgers Padres or like a Yankees Red Sox. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And then they'll have like a random like a Mets game in there if they're like a hot team or whatever. But, um. Yeah, dude, I just feel like the NHL like just doesn't get their content or like their sport out in the eyes of like the like the average non the average yeah. sports fan that doesn't really like indulge in the NHL. Like I watch NFL and MLB and MLS even, like I watch more of hockey, more than hockey, but like I do that because like I know that's what I like to see, like and I know what I'm gonna get when I go watch a football game. But like the hockey game is just like I don't know, like, I'll watch the Flyers if they're on, or, like, if you tell me about a game, then I'll watch it, or if it's, like, on prime time, but, like, 
they're just not good at connecting you and like can you connect it to like the storyline of a season, I feel like. Yeah. Like I just know when hockey starts and ends and I know when playoffs will be, but they don't get you like there's no like prime time, like it's just not pushed out enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. They do a bad job of, of marketing in general. But dude, for me it's just like put a hockey game on, right? Like let's say the Flyers and the Sixers both have the night off. I got nobody to watch. I would rather watch wa- I would rather watch <laughs> a random hockey game of like two random teams than a random NBA game of two random teams cuz I just think that like hockey is more entertaining. Like it's so fast-paced, it's constant action. People are getting lit the fuck up. Like it's easy yeah, to like get true. into, I feel like for me. I don't know, but see, like, I feel like I would tune into an NBA game just because I'm more connected to, like, NBA and, like, you know, yeah. like, I know, like, the NBA community and, like, you know, I mean, I just know enough of the sport and you're, because... when you see it, you're going to know at least one person on each team, probably, when you see who's playing, right, if not more, right. versus in the NHL, you're not going to know, really, If anybody. I watch, like, an Arizona Coyotes game versus, like, I mean... The Dallas Stars. Know, I'm not going to know yeah. anybody on either team, really. Right, right. I'll I'm recognize a couple really names once on. I start watching, but I'm not like yeah. I couldn't name one right now. I got a couple on the tip of my tongue, but I can't, you know, get the full thing out. Right. Um, but like pretty much every basketball team, I can name you a few players and like a small storyline about their team. Yep. And I know kind of where they sit like competitively in the league, like, oh, this is like a three seed, but like they could be easily beat. You know, like I just know like the ins and outs of more teams in the NHL. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. It's like MLB, NFL, NBA kind of goes with NFL a little bit. And then NHL's like down here. Yeah, I'm probably NFL, NBA, MLB, MLS, NHL. NHL. I don't yeah. know. Maybe flip-flop those MLS and NHL. I might know NHL more. I, don't I think know. it depends I really, on the time I don't really know of much year, about cause... the MLS outside of Philly. Yeah, I mean, I'll, but I feel like I'm, dude, holy shit, I feel like I know more about, like, the LA teams in the MLS than any other team other than, like, Philly or NYCFC. Yeah. Just, those are, like, the two teams I watch that are, like, I kind of follow, and then, like, if the LA Galaxy and, like, LAFC are playing prime time, like, I'll, I'll be like, oh, shit, this is a good game, I'll watch this. Right. And that happens more often than not. Dude, Atlanta United also, are trash this year. Yeah, they used they, to be nice. Lo- yeah, I was gonna say like the first few years they were nice, dude. They're literally in thirteenth out of fourteen in the East. Could you imagine if like relegation was in U.S. sports? That would be awesome. Be cool. I'd love that. What if it was yeah. like and could you? But you know how like see in soccer, there are no divisions, no conferences, nothing like that. Right. So then it's like, who would you relegate? So what if it was like one team? Like, what if it was one team from every division? You basically had two NFLs, right? And like the, you know, the top team from the B League of the NFC East will get promoted to the NFC East in the NFL. And then the just the worst team would drop down. Don't like two would be half. That's too much. Yeah. I would but say just it would, make it like the, the best worst, team yeah. and the worst team. Yeah, but I, I mean, honestly don't know if there's enough good NFL players, right? And like at the point now, could you create like enough new teams? Well, that's like what the XFL is essentially, right? 
Yeah, but like it's different because you have a different pool of players. Like the like people are like the best players are always going to go to the NFL before the XFL. Right, but that's the same with like the major leagues and the minor leagues. Like your B league is always going to be like significantly worse. Yeah, and that's worse. the same thing with um, the Premier League and like the Championship. Like if you're a good player, right, you're always going to go to I mean, the Premier that, League. I squad. mean, boy, dude, the point that Lester proved by winning the Premier League was like, like, dude, that never happens. And they right. came up and won it. Like that's yeah. like why the odds were so crazy on that because that shit never happens. They just can't compete. But like um, it's also better than watching like five or six teams tank every year where it's like, oh, this is not yeah, gonna be competitive. Yeah, to try to get better. Yeah, right. that's true. Um We were talking about like the top three most famous people in each sport or something like that at one point, I think. Yeah. Should we go back to that? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> um listen, this is what happens when we mix it into all one big episode. We like yeah, to riff and we're we're just a podcast of riffing, dude. We have no yeah, structure. We're fine. just better that way. We have like some structure. We have like, you know, some talking points. Yeah, we have talking points and that's it. But honestly, like I feel like if we're too structured, then we don't get to speak what we want to speak and it just doesn't flow as well as just riffing. No, yeah. Um but all right, so we can, you know, we'll talk we talked about the NBA. Let's hit the NFL. Obviously, Brady's at the top. For me, it's Brady, and then it's Mahomes. And then after that, like, I'm not really sure. Aaron Rodgers? Maybe. Aaron Donald? Maybe. I'd probably go Brady, Mahomes, just because he's insane. Um, and then I'd probably, I'd probably go Aaron Rodgers. Well, what about like oh, Dak? Just because like he's, it's America's Cowboys. Team shit. Nah, I feel like if you show, dude, that's the thing. They claim to be America's team, but they're not. But they are like one of the biggest franchises. So like, if you're looking right, at a global like, presence, it's like, well, I guess it doesn't really matter. Cause we're not looking at global presence. We're looking at the face of the league. Um, and Dak's a bum. I also just I fucking hate the Cowboys, dude. <laughs> They're like, um, I, I, think, I just. All right. If we're looking at the face of the league, I got Brady, Mahomes, and then maybe Rodgers, maybe Donald, maybe Josh Allen. These are just honorable mentions. They all get a tie in third through sixth or whatever. They're all bums. JT, CMC. Yeah, I, mean, I don't I, think JT, yeah. but CMC, and maybe Derrick Henry. Oh, I wouldn't. That's a good. That's what Derrick Henry's a nice little wild card in there. Yeah, and I think for a future, like if this is a dynasty, I'm picking Justin Herbert. Yeah, if this is a dynasty, future face of the league, Justin Herbert's going to be like the one on one. I feel like he could. I feel like he's going to be the Philip Rivers that never happened. Yeah. Like he's gonna be Philip Rivers, but what Philip Rivers should have done for the Chargers. Yeah. You mean bring them a title? Yeah, and just like I don't know, I could see him winning an MVP once or twice. I could see him winning one this year. Yeah? You wanna trade him to me? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, should we move on to what what do we do? we did NBA, we did uh NFL, you wanna do MLB? Yeah. Uh Judge and Otani. At the top, 
It's those two. Yeah. And probably Trout, but maybe not because he's not marketed real well. Like, I feel like he's super low-key. He's not, dude. I hated that. I've always hated that about him, too, because he's such a generational talent. Like, he's genuinely might be, like, top five all time. Yeah. It could be Tatis. It could be Machado. Yeah. It could be Garrett Jacob Cole De- or, like, DeGrom. DeGrom. DeGrom, I will say, when I see a DeGrom jersey, like, in – I saw one in Marshalls the other day. And it was like the legit one when it like had his name and everything on the back. And I was like, dude, DeGrom is just like a perfect baseball jersey name. Like when you see it out there, like, yeah, I don't know if it's just because I'm used to seeing lowercase guys. Yeah, the D, the E, and then the big Grom. Yeah, yeah, I like it. (laughs) Yeah, it's fresh. Um, what else? What comes after the MLB? The NHL, NHL, Sidney Crosby, Alexander Ovechkin, Ovechkin, yeah. Uh, After what's that, the dude from what, what's the dude on the Bruins, the big ass dude? Oh, Chara, he's actually on the Capitals now. Oh, really? When when did that happen? Was that like a while ago? No oh, shit. Yeah, he left the Bruins like a couple years Zidane ago. Zdeno Chara. Yeah. Um, but then you have like, uh, Quick Bull, Austin Matthews, um. Connor McDavid. Uh, yeah, I like Connor McDavid. He's nice. Yeah. Dude. He's fucking slick with it. He is so slick with it, to say He's the least. He's super slick. Um, and then in the MLS, it's probably Gareth Bale. And the, I know he yeah. just got there, but he's the face of the league. And he's I, already. I don't, I don't know the league enough. After that, there's that. Oh, there's another bull for LAFC that's nice. Um, Castellanos out in NYCFC. He's pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, who's that other guy? I think he came from Atletico. I think he plays for the Galaxy. Um, Kaká. <laughs> could you imagine Kaká is just out there? I think balling? Higuain's in the MLS. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, he, is. I think he plays for Atlanta, doesn't he? No, I think he plays for Inter Miami. Oh, that's what it is. The other new one. I think that's David Beckham's squad. Inter Miami. Yeah. That's kind of fire. He owns like his own soccer team now in Miami. It's like the yeah. best spot to have a soccer team. Obviously. Exactly. <laughs> um, ben Simmons and the Sixers reached a settlement. Nobody knows what it is. That's all I got for you. They signed a, a <laughs> they signed a non disclosure agreement. Um, so yeah, that's all I got. They reached a settlement on him, like trying to get back the wages that they fined him for the twenty milli. They fined him twenty million. Yeah. He's such an asshole, dude. Yeah. A <laughs> hundred P. He's such an asshole. Good riddance, honestly. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. Like, he was supposed to be, like, your guys' guy, and it hey, just, I like, ended up this way. I defended this dude for, way. like, two years. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, how the turn tables. The turns have tabled. Turns um, have tabled hard. So I got a bunch of shit on the NFL I want to talk about, but we can go. We were talking about the birds at one point. Stoked! I am stoked, baby. Yeah, um, dude. But apparently, the Jalen Hurts AJ Brown connection is money, which makes me excited because that's just going to open up everything. It's going to open up Devonta. It's going to open up Quez or Pascal, whoever the third guy is. It's going to open up Goddard. I don't know what's going to happen in the rushing game. I don't know what's going to happen. Apparently, Miles Sanders is running with the twos sometimes at practice. I dude, Kenneth Gainwell like 
is nice. Take it now, please. Yeah. I like Kenneth Gainwell. He's nice. Dude, throw that in with Jalen Earth <laughs> rushing ability, bro. And like your yeah. offense is our offense is good. I think the Eagles are gonna be a lot better. I think better the defense took think. a step forward as well. We got a lot of help in uh the secondary and uh what's that called? The free agency. Um and I think we did good in the draft. Love Nicobe Dean, obviously. Jordan Davis is everything that you thought he Jordan was. Jordan Davis is dude, did you see the video of him just like pushing that one guy back like yeah, 15 yeah, yards? Yeah, Cam Jurgensen, but did yeah. you see what he said in the press conference at practice after that? Or, no. like, the next day? He was asked about They were like, oh, like, did you see that, like, that video went viral from, like, um, the the open practice, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yeah, he was like, honestly, I hate that shit. Like, that's just, like, one play, like, one, like, small piece of, like, our entire practice. Like, you know, they don't see him, like, whooping my ass, rep in and rep out, like, on the other side. Like, he just kind of paints this bad picture, like – He's so nice. Like, I just, you know, I got the better of him literally on that one play. That one out play. Out of how many reps. He was like, you know, I, I really don't like that. And I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> this guy has <laughs> spoken like a fucking veteran. <laughs> I know. That's nice. I love hearing that, dude. Yeah, dude. Because I didn't even think, like, that makes so much sense now. And I've not yeah, even think I, I was like, I oh, never thought I, about I, that when I saw either. that video, I was like, oh, Jordan Davis, hell yeah, he's going to be a stud. But, like, also. I also saw that he did it to Kelsey. I didn't know that he did it to the other rookie. But oh, apparently so maybe Kelsey's he's just a really nice hurt. with it, but just a really nice guy. Or maybe that. Um, no, because it was the rookie. He said later it was Cam. Um, but somebody yeah. on Twitter said it was Kelsey. But apparently Kelsey might be like hurt a little bit. He's always hurt a little bit. Um, I dude, I think Cam's gonna be good. Like I'm excited. Like not just right now, but like for the future of the Eagles. Like AJ Brown is so fucking young. That's why I drafted him in Dynasty. Yeah. It just sucks that the rest of our team is bumped. Right there with him, dude. If he so can take young. a step forward Devonta and Smith, he's nice. Like... So young. Like, Goddard yeah, we really is so do young have compared like a super to tight young ends. Core. Yeah. Well, he's like, what, 27, 28? I think so. Or 26, maybe. Love that, dude. Our line is young. We've got the nah, vets there really. to help them. Because we got, well, Lane Johnson's old. We have a couple yeah. young guys. He was in Manti Teo's draft class. I didn't know that. Yeah. I learned that today. Yeah. But, like, we got Cam Jorgensen, and, like, we ha- we had some young guys step up last year in a big way, and I think that, like, they will be ready to fill the, the boots when it's time. Yeah. And, like, we got the replacement for Fletcher Cox. We got N'Kobe Dean. Like, TJ Edwards apparently has been outstanding at linebacker in camp, which is great to hear. We got the Lions week one, right? Yeah, we better fucking smoke them. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine if the Lions come out and put up like forty-five to three against us, and we're just—I'd be so week upset. two of the random roommates. This team fucking sucks. Blah blah. Are blah. you kidding me? <laughs> Go back to our uh, August seventeenth episode. And listen <laughs> to how we fucking sounded. Yeah, yeah. Look at that optimism. We have none of that anymore. <laughs> Sell the franchise. <laughs> Howie, you somehow suck still. <laughs> Dead ass. Oh. Um, Anything else you want to talk about for the birds? I, don't I know mean, how long we've been on? Oh, for the birds? Oh, I think I think it's just like the general excitement. You know, I'm yeah. like excited for preseason to be over and like excited. that week one. I'm like, like just jitters. excited for football in general, dude. Well, dude, Love you know what's really football. gonna hit is like the first draft that we do. It starts on like, Sunday. I mean, yeah, we've done a best ball one. We have coastal chicks coming up. I think orchids is coming up. Sunday, right? No, Coastal Chicks is Sunday. Orchids is the following Saturday. Is it twenty? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
dude, it's going to be a lot of drafting these next few weeks, and I'm so excited for it. Yeah, yeah. I got a lot of squads, and you've got a couple squads to pay for. Yeah, I still got to pay my shits. Everybody does, dude. Um, That's the worst part about being commissioner is collecting dues. 100p. Yeah. Yeah, that does. Yeah, I, that safe. Uh, what's it called? Safe lock or safe league safe or league safe? Now yeah. I like that though. I feel like that yeah, makes it too. easier. Yeah, me too. But also, it's like if you don't pay, like I think I. I guess like if you don't pay, like you're just fucked. I guess. But then you from just my get end, out of the league. From my end, it's gonna like. What if somebody doesn't pay on time? Because it says all dues are due by September twenty second, right? So it's like, what if somebody doesn't pay on time? And then, like now it's. All right, if you don't pay, then, you know, you can apologize to the person who's, you know, not getting the payout that they're supposed to get. Um, or you can pay them directly if you want to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. But also, I guess it's better than, like, me being held liable. you can't do that shit. Yeah, well, that and also, like, using Venmo. Because didn't you say Venmo was, like, cracking down on that shit? Yeah, they are. That's so dumb. That's what people use Venmo for. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's like that's like the number one thing that's against their like or not number one, but it's one of like the top things against their acceptable use policy. And you obviously can't break the acceptable use policy. Well, they clearly don't know like their uh, whole Fan customer base. market here. Yeah. Um. Anyway, fuck Venmo. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we don't get sponsored by them in the future. <laughs> we won't <laughs> come back and hear this episode. <laughs> We won't. <laughs> no worries. Um, in the rest of the NFL, we had there were some hold some holdouts or hold ins. Technically, guys that were going to camp but weren't like participating. It oh, I was, thought you were talking about they were holding their poop in too long. They probably were. <laughs> it was Debo, DK Metcalf, and Deontay Johnson, and they all got deals done, so they're all practicing, ready to go for the season. Um, where do I want to go next? Hollywood, Marquise Hollywood Brown, he got arrested doing 126 and like 65 or something like that. And he got arrested. He was but... running? No, no, no. Yeah, he was running 126 <laughs> miles an hour. This dude was on, moving. That's a joke. <laughs> He's he known said, to be fast. Have, have you seen the, uh, have you seen like the Instagram uh, audio that's going around? It's like, oh, dude, you got me going at 75, sir? Oh, no <laughs> way, dude. No way. And then he's eventually, he's like, dude, I don't even go that slow on the back roads, dude. I was going <laughs> way faster than seventy-five, sir. What do you think? I'm a little baby, a little, little baby snail or something, dude. <laughs> that was literally Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> moving. This dude was moving. One twenty-six. That's what you had me at going. I was doing at least a buck fifty. Um, he's back at practice now, though. He had a little hamstring <laughs> issue. Probably from running 126. Um, I don't know. I'm a little nervous about him going into the regular season because, you know, him and Kyler just started practicing together. Like, they just started getting their first reps together. I don't know. I was high on him, and now I'm a little less high. Well, that doesn't sound fun. No. (laughs) Um, Uh, It's just going to come with time with him, though. Yeah, well, the thing is, I was, like, excited for him to, like, hop in and, like, just be a stud right out of the – right out of the gate with D-Hop gone. It kind of makes me look at, like, Rondell Moore at his ADP in, like, the 12th round. I'm like, hmm. Maybe he's going to come out to a hot smack, start. A little slip smack in action? That's yeah. what it makes you? Yeah, yeah. all right. Um, 
Alvin Kamara's court case is seemingly going to get pushed back. Oh, it did get pushed back. How long? Until September 29th, but that's probably going to get pushed back again. And ultimately, it looks like there's going to be no suspension for him at all. He's going to play the full season. He'll probably get suspended next year. <laughs> so that kind of <laughs> so, <laughs> so that kind of shakes things up for like when it comes to the draft. Like I was kind of like off of Alvin Kamara, thinking he would get suspended, and now he's not gonna. And if he plays and he's healthy and he's a stud, I might scoop him up. I might have to. Honestly, depending, that definitely changes the way I look at him, dude. Because I got that six spot, so like he maybe may fall to me. I don't know. He probably will. He usually does know, in my mocks. I don't know what to do at this fucking four spot. I'm like, I could go running back. I could go wide receiver. Don't know what I want to do. Don't know how I want to build this squad. Like, I am tilting so hard. <laughs> I'm going to be tilting for the next two weeks, honestly. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. I think I have a couple game plans. I think if there's some, if there's, you know, if there's, it depends who gets picked before me, obviously. Right. And that's you never know. I mean, like you can mock all you want, but the mocks never line the mocks up with the are way fucked, your, your dude, league drafts. And they never rely to how our friends draft. And like once right. the, once our draft hits, like everything hits, all the shit hits the fan. Yep, it's like we're four picks in, and you're sitting out there just looking at your phone, and you're like, what "I'm the literally, fuck, I made dude? my first two picks, and I'm shitting myself. I'm like, uh, like <laughs> yep. I'm kicking myself. I'm like, dude, what are you doing with this team here? You're terrible. You're already goofed on the first two. <laughs> Well, you won last year, so you know it's only. I did win last here, year, right? I won two leagues <laughs> last year. I won orchids, and I won my like my home league with my boys from home. Those are like the two that All I right. care about the most, pride wise, and also orchids yeah. is my most expensive. Yeah, yeah. So for I'll me, it's it. orchids, and then our two dynasties, and then like coastal chicks, and I don't know. We got some new ones this year. We got our best ball league that we're in. We got the sleeper keeper. Sleeper Keeper, I'm excited for. I think I want that to become, like, my number two. Yeah. My, yeah, because I only have one, like, serious redraft. Yeah. And that's – I really wanted to have a Keeper redraft. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Um, Miami Dolphins, so they lost a first-round pick in 2023 and a third-round pick in 2024, and their GM got suspended for half the season. This all stems from tampering and talking to Brady when he wasn't allowed to play, both when he was with the Pats and when he was with the Bucks. Uh, same they thing were with Sean to Payton bring him to Miami. Yeah, they were tampering, talking to Sean Payton when they weren't allowed when he was still coaching the Saints. Um, and part of this investigation, like apparently, all started when Bill Belichick texted Brian Flores instead of Brian Dable to congratulate him on the Giants hiring. And then oh, I remember And then that. Brian Flores was like fuck the NFL, like you guys are all bank. Um the Dolphins are fucked, blah blah blah. And now Bill Belichick is sitting here like word, I just, you know, got all these picks taken away from the Dolphins who are in my division and apparently next year's draft is about to be fire flames. And they just Dude, lost the first round pick. Just has the master plan. Do you think he accidentally sent that text? <laughs> no, dude. Yeah. He knows what the fuck he's doing. He, uh, that's what I I'm bet saying. you he's never coached. He's never texted another coach congratulations before in his entire life because he don't give a fuck. He's like, whatever. Right. I'm, when I see you, I'm gonna whoop that ass. 
And then I'm going to shake your hand and I'm not going to give you too many words of encouragement. <laughs> this is the epitome of Bill Belichick, dude. Dude, he's just all business all the time. That's it. Mm-hmm. He's not texting nobody. Congratulations. Right. He doesn't even Unless know how to there's text. there's an ulterior motive. Um, That's funny. And now we get to the fucked shit. So Deshaun Watson, initially... <laughs> so actually... Let's back up. So Roger Goodell used to be the guy that handed out suspensions when players were dickheads and breaking the rules. And then the league was like, nah, we don't like when you do this, Goodell. You you suck at this. You're bad at it. So we want – every now you're not doing suspensions. Third party is arbitrator is doing the suspensions. So all right. So this third party arbitrator says – we think you should do six games, 350000 That should be your punishment. Um, and now the NFL is like, Roger Goodell, you got to do something. This isn't enough games. <laughs> We're going to give all this power back to you. Um, and so the NFL appealed it. They want, they want an indefinite suspension of at least one year. Deshaun Watson was like, how about this? How about eight games? $5 million fine. That's what he proposed. So <laughs> he was like, actually, we know that your punishment is going to go up from the six games, 350000 initially. Up. But how about, how about just eight and five million? We can get, we can get by with that. <laughs> like, that's usually not how appeals work, bro. No, dude. No. He was like, all right, like, I know I'm probably fucked. But let's meet halfway. And it's like, <laughs> that's not halfway. So a couple things on this. I was I listened to uh, the Chris Long podcast when they were talking about this, and Chris Long said that the Sean Watson had sixty six different massage therapists in a two year span. That's yeah. that's like something you would find out about like a serial killer, dude. Yeah, yeah, he's a serial massagist, massage <laughs> serial misogynist. <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> Um, literally. And Chris was like, dude, I can literally count on two hands how many people I've gotten a massage from. Like, all the teams have, like, their massage people. And, like, yeah, sometimes, like, during preseason when there's so many guys that, like, need to get massages and get their shit rubbed out, like, you know, you might get, like, someone who's, <laughs> That's like... That's the best way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's been, like, you know, they're nuts and stuff. <laughs> Not their nuts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but like during like preseason, they might have more hands there. So might get like, you know, one random guy. But he's like, you know, between all the teams that I've been, I can count on less than two hands. Well, I guess it would be two hands because you wouldn't be able to use one hand. <laughs> you don't have three. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's like, I can count on two hands how many fucking massage, how many people I've gotten massages from. And he's like, and this dude had 66 in two years. That's unreal, that's bro. That is wild, bro. Yeah, that's like, you know what's insane to me? That's red flag like, number one. <laughs> that's red flag sixty six. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, after like ten, somebody should have been like, Would "You are you good?" It's only what's been a week. <laughs> <laughs> You've had three different people in the last twenty four hours. You know, you're, you must be a very picky massage guy, huh? Did you see uh, what the Jags fans were chanting at him at their first preseason game? 
I saw it, but I don't remember what they were saying. They were chanting, you sick fuck. You oh, sick yeah. fuck. Bro. <laughs> He's going to get that uh, at every stadium that he every goes game. to. And deservedly so. And, like, good luck, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe. It's going to be following him for the rest of his career, dude. Yeah, like, everywhere he goes, he's going to get shit for it, dude. He's going to get harassed for it endlessly, bro. He will not be escaping that shit, that's for sure. Going to fucking Pittsburgh and Cincinnati and Baltimore, bro. Those fans are going to let it rain. It's going to be you know literally what's funny? living hell there for him. This was the fir- this was the Jaguars fans doing this, bro, all right? Yeah. <laughs> and they're just until you get into Pittsburgh random dickheads. Shit. Wait until you get to the teams, the fan bases that hate you and want nothing but to see your team be literally the worst in the league. They want the Browns to continue to be the laughing stock of the league. Of the league, right. Anything more than that, and they're pissed off about it. Right. <laughs> all they want to do is see you lose. Hey, it's going to be entertaining. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. We're going to be getting some good clips. Maybe not this year. Maybe next year. Maybe not. Maybe definitely. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I Who knows? Maybe eight games, $5 million later. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right. Thanks for fucking hanging with us for two hours and, and then also another minutes. quarter of an hour. And, and then, then also 10 another, seconds. Uh, yeah. And some more time. Because now we're just so hanging And now it's 15. <laughs> Um, have a good weekend. Make somebody smile. Do something that uh makes you joyful inside. And try and limit your massage therapist to less than sixty six in, in two years, years please. Or you know, ever. Maybe stick Yeah. Dude. Well maybe sing, not. Yeah, sing, because I don't think I'm bougie enough to have like one massage therapist, right? I'll just be like, whatever, like Lex and I went for a massage, right? And maybe we'll go for another one and it'll be a different person and then maybe I'll go somewhere else. But it's I've different because I'm not calling them to my massage. house. I'm 25. I haven't had one. Never. Yeah, I had. I had one. I want one. Like it sounds great. It sounds like it would feel amazing. But like, I don't know. I'm not gonna like. I don't know. I just never thought to go get a massage. It sounds amazing. Like just getting all your wrinkles and your muscles rubbed out. But 66 in two years, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, and like he's not going to massage envy. They're coming to him. <laughs> He's he's yeah. hot, he's going through fucking he's picking up the yellow book and he's finding a massage therapist in his fucking phone book. And he's saying, "Yeah, yeah can, you, can you come to my place?" And by the way, I'm gonna whip my cock out in front of you and come on you, <laughs> sir. We don't do that here. No, you do now, sir. This is a subway. <laughs> <laughs> you know this thing? Uh. He's like a fucking got an inch. He's like, "I need a massage and I need to whip my <laughs> cock out at one, two, yeah, yeah." Just go into a subway and be like, hey, how can I help you? Yeah, can I get a massage? <laughs> uh, we have ham and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> best I can do. Uh, best okay, I can do. I'll, I I'll give you a meatball sub. Long. <laughs> <laughs> I can do meatballs with marinara. That's the best I can do. And I guess what? I can even toast it for you. But a massage, I cannot do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll even, you know... Go against my better judgment, and I'll put some fucked up combinations on your sandwich if you ask me to. Right. But I cannot give you a massage. <laughs> <laughs> Not with these gloves that Do I you stick see in these the gloves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Subway always got like those oversized, like just plastic 
gloves that are slapped together. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You always get, like, the skinny girl with a super skinny wrist who's, like, picks up, like, one pepper at a time and does it six times. It's like, all right, you know, don't be afraid to get in there. <laughs> get yourself a fistful, shawty. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's get out of here. Adios, muchachos. Smooches. Smooches. Oh, wait, where's the button? <laughs> Deuce. <laughs>